You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the happiest day in the world. It is Monday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And you can't bring me down. (laughs) What's that you say? Gang bang at my house and I'm not home? Oh, well. (laughs) What's that you say? You're banging my mom? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is better. Then crying Lamar Jackson. Oh my God! I want a statue of it! And now he has to wander the miserable streets of murderous Baltimore with Ray Lewis, who had the audacity to wear something white yesterday. <laughs> Baltimore's out, and it's like so much more joy than a team I support being in. I get so much more out of this, especially because it was Lamar's fault. <laughs> I was telling them not to do it. Oh, I can't stop. In third or fourth quarter. I don't know what it was, but then oh. all of a sudden they bring out T-Sizzle. Oh. This is over. This is over. Well, you mean former Kansas City Chief <laughs> yeah. Terrell Suggs? The guy was on the Chiefs their last uh, when they in the Super Bowl. That's that right. was his last team. <laughs> They're stupid, too. Oh, you cannot. There's only one way to make it all better, and that's if Lamar has something named after him today that turns out to be an incurable illness. I think that would be the best the best exclamation point of it all. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is out of the playoffs, and the media can stop pretending he's the best player in football because, and this is, this is to prove it's not all about the Steelers, the best player in football was the quarterback for the team that beat him yesterday. Any sane-minded individual that watches any sports ball at all would say, if I told you, all right, you've got your choice of quarterbacks, you're in the AFC Championship game, who do you pick? Zero people pick Lamar Jackson. Zero. Almost all of them would pick Patrick Mahomes. Almost everybody yep. smart would say, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there isn't a player. that All the while, they were hyping up Lamar Jackson. Oh, he, he threw a terrible pass, and it was batted in the air, and he caught it himself. What a play. I'm like, no, it was a, a mess that he's athletic enough. To have made a little something out of. Meanwhile, the guy across from him is like eight for eight on the last drive and, and just moving the ball up and down the field, even though they weren't putting points up. And that's credit to the Ravens' defense to a certain degree. And also, Andy Reid in the second half was almost like in on it with Vegas. I don't know what kind of play calling they were doing. You had a chance to ice this thing, and all you're doing is dump downs and downfield throws. I'm like, you were running the ball against them. It was great. Anybody who thinks Lamar Jackson is better than Patrick Mahomes is insane. Now, more athletic? Sure. A better quarterback? No way. More valuable to football or the team themselves? Take Patrick Mahomes off the Chiefs and see what you got. So this MVP talk of uh, crying Lamar. In fact, we just played Jamie's crying and I was singing Lamar the whole time. I, I, when I saw his tears yesterday, oh my God, I've never... I've, 
like I haven't had. I have like there goes crying Jordan. Yeah, I've heard the viral mothers part. say like, "Oh, you've never experienced love until you've had the birth of a." So I, I think I've found something mothers can shut up about. Like I love this more than you could possibly love your children. It is there, you don't have enough love in your body for a child compared to what happened to me yesterday when I saw tears in Lamar's eyes. I, I, it's my screensaver. I, I it's my screensaver. I cannot get enough. <laughs> Of yesterday's outcome, and I and I have to apologize also to a guy named Alex. I've been friends with a, this Alex. I used to we used to work here, been haven't seen him in forever. But he's a Lions fan. The only two Lions fans I've known in my life are this guy and a dude named uh, Rimbrax, huge Lions fan. Rimbrax passed away sort of unexpectedly a couple years ago, and he always used to say, "I'll be dead and gone before the Lions ever have a championship." Uh, so long as that old lady's still in charge and stuff like that. And he always used to lament being a Lions fan his whole life. So he, he this would have killed him anyway. He died a couple years ago. Uh, but Alex, yesterday at halftime, just as a joke, I fire off a message. Book your tickets to Vegas. Nothing bad can happen. You're the Lions. This is a foregone conclusion. It's uh, And I'm kind of c- trying to jinx the counter jinx of Lions going to Lion. You could feel like the Lions still are the Lions. They're a franchise that doesn't win games like this. Even up 24-7. So, there effort, will be a point in time in the game. Right. In an effort to reverse the inevitable jinx that is coming their way, I tried to double jinx before it happened. And I just texted him. I said, you're fine. Put all your money on them. Give points. This is a wash. And I'm laughing. I'm like, double jinx. Sure enough, he gets the, you know, what happened happened. And then I text back him like later. I was like, I didn't mean to actually call that shot. That was supposed to be in support of them not being jinxed to jinx back, and it, it's just a complete <laughs> catastrophe. And you got Dan Campbell, and I've been saying that about or Dan Campbell. How many Campbell. million people on that Jared fourth and two? Oh, <laughs> the first fourth and two. No. Well, there's a, but that's the thing. I've been saying that about Dan Campbell the whole time. He's one of those coaches. It reminds me of Cotton Fitzsimmons here in Phoenix years ago. Cotton was a rah rah guy, just a complete like cheerleader. I don't know that Cotton cared about the the game. As much as he did just having his players ramped up. And after a while, that message gets thin. But while it's hot, you have to rely on that coach not doing something emotional and stupid because they're emotional. And emotional coaches tend to coach with their gut. Dan Campbell coached with his rather than his brain yesterday. And it got him two times, two different times you Dan Campbelled your way out of that game. And that's what when emotional Hyper coaches who are uh, that crazy about like the feeling of the game, coach smart. They're coaching against their nature. Coaching Dan Campbell coaches that way. That's what he's done all year. But that and some people say, "Well, that's how they got there." No, they got there because they were beating teams, not because they were doing really dumb things in order to you know beat the they, team. Yeah, to beat themselves. And they you know that was dumb. They had a couple of play- on the road. You just take the points. I don't know what these fourth and twos were, and they weren't short twos. They were almost fourth and three. Yeah. And you got to come up with something perfect, or you're going to hand momentum right over. And that's exactly what happened. So you got the 49ers and not the Ravens, the Chiefs. And I look, the one thing I can't stand about this is the Taylor Swift aspect. But it's better than hearing about Lamar Jackson being the greatest thing in the world. Lamar's tears in a jar could cure cancer in my body. I know for a fact. If I have tumors and the doctor says it's stage four, it's like incurable, I'm like, watch this. And I would fly to Baltimore. I'm like, look, Lamar, I, whatever it takes. Uh, you crying will cure my cancer. And I don't know if he'd do it for me or not, but I guarantee you those tears inside him are 
They would put everything on this earth has a counter to it. Your cancer has a cure. They found it, and I think my cancer gets cured by the tears of Lamar Jackson. I've never been happier. I have never felt joy like I felt yesterday. And then seeing another and sad Harbaugh's make me happy, but oh, not like crying. Not like beautiful. crying Jacksons. Crying Jacksons and sad Harbaugh's together. Maybe that's the mix. I, 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 I can't. I, you cannot bring me down today. Uh, <laughs> hold me. That's all I want you to do. Is hold. Feel this joy. Oh, I feel like one of those uh, evangelists that fakes his happy all that. I'm not faking it. This is as real as it gets. And now they just. And now you're just Baltimore again. Now you're cruddy Baltimore again. Now you're residents of that absolute <laughs> hole that rests on the smelliest bay in America. Uh, you're you're a Baltimorean or whatever you call yourselves. You're back to that crime-riddled nightmare of a town you call home. That crab stench, hooker, vagina-smelling town. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> and your stupid purple and black hats. You have to put those away now. Uh, and then break out your dumb Orioles clothes for another disappointing season of misery. <laughs> it doesn't get better. There's always next year. There is always next year, isn't there? Not always. Some people die. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the end. That might be the last thing you see. <laughs> uh, uh, how was your weekend? Oh, man. It's really good. Uh, you can't bring me down. Can't be done. And another thing we have to start doing, and this isn't, you know, we're, we're a town where I always say, I always say the, uh, you know, everybody's from somewhere else. So it's okay to be a fan of another team. It's okay to be, you know, your Chicago guy. Yeah. And DirecTV changed everything when they had the package and you Absolutely, could watch your yeah. hometown team. And everybody says, you go to support the local team. Yeah, but what if you move? That's, I mean, we, we can all transfer. I've always had that argument. I moved around a lot as a kid. So was I supposed to be loyal to everywhere I moved? That makes me... The opposite of loyal. So I, you know, I don't care about local stuff as far as, you know, the teams that I don't support. I, I moved here. I wasn't a basketball fan uh, until I moved here. And then I started to watch the Suns and became a basketball fan. They're my team. Uh, hockey, I've tried with the Coyotes. I just don't care for that kind of sadness on a regular basis. It's just not, you know, it's the ownership and the group and everything. So much travel. It, it's tough. It, yeah, and Glendale, I'm like, I'm not going out there every day. It's not happening. So, you know, I became a fan of the, the stuff that's around me, the, the ones that were I felt loyal to. So I had uh, my loyalties uh, for where they are. So it's okay to be loyal to other stuff. We all have something. If you're a Cardinal fan, that's awesome. If you're one of those people that supports them, that's great. But here's what you got to stop doing, and this is mainly the local media. Stop being excited about Brock Purdy being from here. He's a 49er. It's your biggest rival. Local news, local everything. Now, if you go on the news, and because they're always wearing the Cardinals gear and that they're hyping up, like they all act like they're, you know, they sell you that. Media people will do that. If Most of the time, they'll tell a new radio show, all right, I got to do is really get behind the local squads. Nobody respects that. We've they seen want, that. They want authenticity. Oh, we've seen it every time. The, the idiot uh, bosses that, you know, the ones that are idiots are the ones that say things like that. They reveal themselves as idiots immediately. Well, you really have to embrace the local stuff, and then you'll see... I don't know if Izzy's done it yet, and the Diamondbacks hat, and their thumbs up, and you're like, you don't mean that. You're just, you're trying to prey on my loyalties and my feelings. That one, Smeg, Smeg me, what was his name? Oh, Sludge. Uh, Sludge. And then there's another one, uh, Smeg, Smegma, Smegma, Smeg, 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 Smeg,
that dude came out and I just started to wear uh, Cardinal stuff. Sludge was another one. He's he, from Philly. He couldn't have been a bigger Eagles fan ever. Well, now he's a big Bears fan. I know he's, he's, in, he's Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah. yeah he so wherever he lives, he goes. And I have no respect for that. But I'm watching the news and they're like, you know, Brock Purdy kind of got a cheer for those Niners. And I'm like, no local media who says they love the Cardinals. This is where your inauthenticity well, beams. That's why you have to be real. Get ready for more. That's why you have to be real, though, because when the Cardinals are good, they're all sitting out like Yetta Gibson's in her Cardinals hat and Passmore's out there. And, you know, I don't know if Troy Hayden does it. He seems like more of an authentic guy, but maybe he's doing it. And then, and then you start talking about Brock Purdy being from Gilbert. And it's like, we hate Brock Purdy. No, I, Pretty sure he's Benedict Arnold. He's like good for his family and stuff, but I don't see them. Like they're not local. They're just. I think they moved. They jumped they? off from here. Yeah, probably. And they all moved away to go closer to where. You're a Cardinal fan. You're. No. So good. Brock Purdy's from Gilbert. There's no supporting Brock Purdy. Well, Still we need good lose. news in Gilbert right now. You know. Yeah. That's the way things. I have some good news in Gilbert. Some what, I got an email this or a text this weekend of a guy who said this lady did a TikTok video about you. The oh, Gilbert moms. It. Okay, I don't I don't know where it is. I'll oh, have to dig. And I, it's not the here. It's I don't know how long it was. Here, let me just break it down for you because the Gilbert moms hate me. The the ones that are so hell bent on making sure that teen violence ends, even making though a difference in the world. My argument is you never cared about teen violence when it wasn't happening in, near you. You never once cared about it. Uh, second, you're always camera ready. That was the bigger point. You proved that a few times already. And third, uh, you 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 have no idea what you're talking about. Th- third, you're angry at, at uh, people who aren't paying enough attention to you. That's what you're really mad about. So I get this TikTok video, and so my main complaints are you you you're trying to. I actually wrote it all down. It says uh, TikTok video lady did about you, John. Uh, I I always say the three things. She's more interested in looking good on TV than actually mourning a tragedy in their area, taking opportunities to pat themselves on the back and say, I'm important. Look at me. Her TikTok video starts attacking me by going, okay, let's talk about someone named um, uh, John uh, Holmberg. Holmberg. John Holmberg, that's it. Well, dummy, you're the one who did the video, and you've written my name and put a picture of me on the bottom of your video. Acting like you don't know who I am is pretty stupid when you're the one doing all the work second if no one knows who i am because that's your big dig why am i that important to talk about if i'm unimportant in the first place why go okay let's talk about this nobody who nobody's heard of talking about us he's nothing he's nobody he's not i don't even know how to say his name i'm so stupid hollenbacker i don't know how letters work because of his name and then i didn't even continue watching because i realized she was making my point for me in order to do her tiktok video in order to make sure people paid attention to her, right before she hit record, she reached over and turned her ring light on. Nice. She had her little circle perfect oh, white light on. Oh, you got it. Because that was as important as getting the message out. And I said, ah, you make my point for me. You had to turn your ring light on. You really got me by not being able to say my name that you spelled correctly underneath you while you're like, I don't know who he is. I've never heard about him. How do you even say that first name? Jao Han? Is he like a terrorist? <laughs> Without even realizing, she made made my point for me. Hit that light. Oh, perfect. No flaws. Because the only way to solve teen violence is to make sure my skin looks like it's coated in Vaseline. <laughs> I look hot. Those shoes, girl. And she hates me. And I mean passionately. 
Which just tells me one thing. Uh, women in Gilbert hate when a man tells a woman something she doesn't like. And I said, uh, I wrote this down. I said, I guess when a Gilbert wife gets up and your husband just ignores her and starts paying attention to one of his other wives. <laughs> I thought it was a good one. <laughs> so thanks for the, uh, the, gosh, you know, I needed the help, lady, according to your uh, your video. I really, nobody's ever heard of me. I don't know why, but you've given me a lot of push on your awesome TikTok, which has seen like 112 views. Awesome. Ring light. Proved my point. Can someone get back to actually mourning a tragedy? Oh, no, you're too busy looking nice and talking about it. You're going to save everything. <laughs> Made my point. You know what never happens in Maryvale when somebody's kid goes missing? They never go, hey, I don't want to go on TV and talk about uh, the crime until somebody shoots that circle light at me and makes my skin look better. If she was a true uh, activist, oh. you know, in Gilbert, we would have found one maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago. After that tragedy happened in Maryville, her posting on TikTok, that's why we live in Gilbert. <laughs> well, exactly right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Things like that don't happen uh, here. Guy emailed me, goes, did you watch it? I'm like, I watched the first 10 seconds when I saw that she was hiding behind the glow of that special light. I knew. I knew. I was like, well, she's just making my point without even realizing it. Keep it up. I'll be a real human being that actually feels bad for the crime that occurred. And hope that uh, your crumbling town turns back. Brady, you took a walk this weekend and videotaped. I don't know how you're outside there in that city that's just dying. It's Stalin Hollenberger's fault, too. Like, I don't know who that guy is, but nobody does. But it's important enough to bring me up. So deep down, you know, don't you? And that stings. That stings. Ponytail, sweatpants, walking around without that special light on your phone. Do a video about, like, I don't care what that idiot says. I got feelings that I can express. Oh, no, you do care. I love it. I love it. And they know they're going to be the same people that will be in San Francisco 49er scars. I knew Brock Purdy's aunt's sister's cousin's brother. So he's from Gilbert. Oh, more, more things so we can look at you, I suppose. More things for you to draw attention to yourself, even though none of them. I have a friend who makes a lot of money. He runs this, this, and this. Oh, you've accomplished nothing, so you're on the backs of other people who've done well? Okay, let's look at you some more. Make sure that that light's on. The weekend just couldn't have gotten better. Started with that thing, and I started giggling. God, they don't even know. Oblivious. Nothing better than people who pretend they don't know my name it's- and then talk about me for 20 minutes. I got to hand it to the gays in Queen Creek when they got mad at me. Those two gay guys? Yeah. Because they actually called like a news source, a gay publication, and without even looking me up, did a mean story about someone named Stephen Holmberg. They didn't even try. Like, I gotta, I'll got admire that. As stupid as that was, and my argument back was, if you're going to try to do a hit piece to have me fired, at least learn my name. They didn't even do that. It just immediately negated them as credible. That they, it's a win for him because they removed Stephen Holmberg. He's no longer oh, around. He's, yeah, he's been yeah. gone for a while. But the best part is, it's like, we need to get this guy canned. I'm like, why? Well, here are all the details. I'm like, the details don't even include the correct name of the person you hate. So how valuable are your details? <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't have a, I don't, you know, and you can call me ugly too. Nobody's calling me uglier more than I do. But I'm not using the ring light, so I guess I have more confidence than you do because I don't have to use that special light to go on TV <laughs> or my TikTok. I need my TikTok. 
I know what I'll do. I'll set them straight on my TikTok page. That way also I'll get a bunch more attention for myself because my husband doesn't give me any. So much clapping during his show. Yeah, no, he claps. <laughs> Fake claps. We don't have a studio audience anymore. Huh? I got to see this video. Somebody find yeah, it. I'll, send it I'll, I'll dig it up and right. send it to you. But it's great. Click. That's all. The, I mean, the best part of that whole video isn't even on it. Click. When she turns the oh, light on to, to glow her face, to just glow her face. Imagine if that thing switched off. I mean, she, oh, she just stopped it, and started over. She just stopped and started over. She didn't do it live, first of all. There's no way she had to edit, put my name and my picture in there. I don't know where she found that or how she even knew where to look. She started filming and then turned the ring on? No, no, no. I'm saying oh, okay. it wasn't in the video. I was like, Jesus, this is the, the best part of it is we don't even see it. The best part of the video isn't even on the video. Click. There. Look at it. I look flawless. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, it went out. Okay, I have to start all over. Okay, I have to pretend I don't know who this guy is again. Yeah, but I'm not that important to even know who I am and that nobody knows who I am. What are you talking about me for? Calm down, Gilbert moms. Crime happens everywhere. Focus in on what you need to do and not yourselves. That's my point. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You're all focused in on you. All about yourself. Let's make something terrible about me. What about me? No one's looking at me anymore. I'm the one who's like, geez, what a terrible thing to have happen. I hope the police take care of this. And wasn't uh, Brock Party? Uh, he was a Gilbert goon, I'm pretty sure, right? All the all the teen. He was Perry. A, Perry. He was a teenager Perry. in Gilbert, correct? Oh yeah. That's oh, he's he a goon. Yeah. He's a goon. Uh, everything I've learned from the Gilbert mom. He got out. A, he got out just in time. The mean streets. He's a goon. Time I get out, they try to pull me back. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't bring me down today. Crying Lamar Jackson is the elixir for all things bad. <laughs> Trip could call me in. The Gilbert moms have won, and we've decided to let you go. Okay. Why are you so happy? I'll get another job. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. It's been great working with you. Bye. He skipped out after I fired him. I don't get it. What grown man can skip? He's got two fake hips. <laughs> Something special about that young man. As I tool around and drive over to wherever it is that wants to hire me next. Oh, well. Lamar Jackson was still crying, so my day is no. It's fine. I'll get a severance package. It'll work out. <laughs> and uh, Tears of Lamar. If I have a band, it's going to be called Tears of Lamar. I'm changing it. That's a great uh, tequila name, too. Tears of Lamar. I need to get into the trade of the alcohol. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to contact your friend Billy. I'm going to figure out how to start we'll my own done. tequila company and Tears of Lamar. With my smiling face and a thumbs up underneath it. Tears of Lamar. Made with real <laughs> tears of Lamar Jackson. Really and just, yeah, just Lamar's crying eyes of Lamar Oh, the tears of Lamar Jackson vodka. Oh, my God. Oh. Be still my beating Lamar Jackson tear-filled heart. Oh, it's nothing better. Nothing better. And trying to listen to Tony Romo and uh, Jim Nance continue to hype him, even though he's having a horrible game. That first half, he had five completions, one to himself, accidentally. Just a mess of a first half. He could run, but proof that he wasn't a throwing quarterback. And they kept saying, that's Lamar, Jim. There he is. Like, stop it. There's no one else that could catch his own pass. Throws, it exactly. Throws into triple coverage, and not one of them said, well, this is bad. Runs backwards under pressure. No, not one of them said, that's just bad quarterback play. 
It's Lamar being Lamar. He can get out of anything. He just he just threw a like a lob that should have been picked off. He should have been picked off three or four times. Oh, and then the tears, and then me, and then all the happiness. It's the best Monday I've had in a long time. Long time. Uh, this guy says, you said Baltimoreans. I believe they're called Baltimoreans. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, thank you, Todd. It is Baltimoreans. And they, and they wake up today. And I felt sorry for the Buffalo fans a week ago because they got to wake up in Buffalo. But I think Buffalonians, Buffalites, yeah, I think, I think they're aware their town's horrible. I think they know. And that's why they get such a kick out of the Bills. I don't think Baltimore gets it. I'm pretty sure people from Baltimore, they always try to tell you the good parts. Like, there aren't any good parts of Baltimore. They always try to tell you, like, you got to get out of Baltimore for the good parts. Like, way far away from Baltimore. In fact, people from Baltimore like to fly into D.C. and drive around it to get home. Like, they, it's it's not a place that, but they don't understand. They act like they don't say Baltimore when you already live in Potomac, you know, Bethesda. <laughs> they live over in the capital area. <laughs> they live in Annapolis. No, you don't. You live in Baltimore. And people from Baltimore, are always, every, every one of them I've ever met is drunk. There isn't a single, you know, I'm talking. Oh, everyone yeah. I've ever met oh, yeah. has an alcohol issue because they grew up looking at misery every day. Why wouldn't you disappear in alcohol? Well, at least Buffalo right. got a little uh, uplifting no. Sunday. Well, we don't have to feel so like, you know what? Don't. Nobody does that for real. Only only rose colored glasses people. Well, at least the team that beat us is in the Super Bowl. That's dumb. I hate that. that that's dumb. Not that. The meltdown. Oh, the, yeah. Of what though? The Ravens? The, yeah. No, they don't want that. They wanted. The, they wanted. They absolutely. The, the Chiefs winning is a nightmare because it just makes them realize we could have won too. Yeah, that's it's just sad. Just being part of that, and just have, we wake up in paradise every day. We got like it's gonna be seventy nine degrees to, to, to tomorrow, like seventy four today. We, it's heaven here. I look around, everything's nice. You wake up in Baltimore and you can't open the windows because it just smells like Nicki Minaj put her. <laughs> right up against your window. It's like, oh, Jesus, what's that? Oh, it's the smell of Baltimore. That city smells so much like it needs a douche. If you've been there and walked out of the airport at all, you're like, what is that? That's the bay. I'm like, oh, you people live. This is awful. It stinks. You get used to it. Gotta have a crab cake. Yeah, you get used to it after like an hour. But, man, you've been there. Yeah. That city smells terrible. The only thing I liked was the inside of Camden Yards. Yeah, oh, it's That's a beautiful it. part. Yeah. yeah, inside Camden Yards is gorgeous. Getting there is awful. Oh, yeah. Looking around at everything's mm-hmm. awful. Baltimore's just awful. And now, I, it's, it's awesome. It does stink. It I mean, literally, that's not even you making horrible. fun of it. That's no. the truth. It smells like... Uh, like uh, brackish water that has gone still and just stinks like dirty old water i didn't get down there i, d- I drove there but my, uh, my brother's wedding was in bethesda windows up yeah bethesda you start getting away from baltimore baltimore just smells like dirty seawater and crime that's all it's it's just a dump it's third on my list but it's, still, I mean, that's a big list. You got Tucson, Toledo, Ohio, El Paso, or uh, Baltimore, uh, El Paso. Woo. You're, that's right up there. You're right up there. But I don't consider that an American town anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that, we lost that one. <laughs> oh, God. Brady, any, I, there's nothing. You want to tell me some bad news today? Because today's the day to do it. It won't hurt. It won't feel bad. Let me get my ring light so everybody it's knows. A special I look, Sunday. I want to look pretty too. Click. Yeah, it's there's there's just uh, it's just the happiest day ever, and I'm just so 
Everything everything comes with good news now. Every, like I was reading about the, uh, you know, uh, WWE thing with Vince McMahon. And all I thought was, this is a great storyline for a movie. Like, I didn't have any... I have Storyline no inside oh a business God. that does storylines. And they've used the storyline he's in trouble for in the past of, like, passing women off to other wrestlers as, like, currency. That's been a WWE thing. WWF years ago. It was the, Miss Elizabeth was given to other guys to pay yeah, off when, debts for uh, Macho Man Savage. And it was like... The, and then she I'd went taken on. That payoff. Oh, absolutely. She, it, was, it was the most he had to offer. And he would act, she would give was herself she also up. also Jake the Snake? Or is that a different one? I'm not well, sure. Remember when it was, a, it was a ruse? This was years ago, but she went over... I don't remember who the other wrestler was, but she pretended to leave Macho Man to distract his, mo- his recent opponent. He didn't know. She didn't know. That Randy wasn't in on it, and it turned into this big thing that she was sleeping with Hulk or whatever. I forgot, and uh, they were they were passing Miss Elizabeth around as currency, and it turns out that's been going on in the WWE for realsies, evidently, maybe, maybe, allegedly, because Triple H is now the guy that Vince McMahon was like, if you don't have sex with her in the next three weeks, she's fired. So go over there with uh, Sean and make sure it happens. So this evidently Vince was trafficking women and he's being sued for that it's brutal she ended with lex luger lex yes luger. Yeah, but he gave Randy like, savage what kind of juice does vince have that he took all those storylines and made them real and who doesn't say that right away like i know for a fact that if i wanted to be in professional wrestling first off i need to work out second I'm in there with Vince McMahon. That's the best thing I've got going for me. And he says, the only way to make your career work is to sleep with Hulk Hogan. All right, you're ready for that. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I think, well, then you don't work here. I'm like, okay, hang on. Then I'd leave, and I'd go get a tape recorder, and I'd stuff it in my pocket, and I'd come back. and like, all right, let's go down. Break it down for me. What do I have to do to stay here? You have to blow Hulk Hogan. I'll say that a little one more time. Just I'm going to write it down. Who? Terry? Hulk Hogan. Okay, I'll do that. All right. And you are? Well, I'm Vince McMahon, of course. Okay, thank you very much. I'm going to. And then I would sue that day. And you are Terry Lake. <laughs> right. I would, I would sue that day immediately. I don't get tossed from one D to the next D to the next D, and then 15 years later and go, hey, that kind of pisses me off. I tell day one when I'm being told by management that if I don't sleep with people he says I have to sleep with, that I can't have a job there. I tell day one, I've got them. I make sure of it. How powerful do you think that guy is? Or how desperate were you when you first got the offer? Like if I told you, hey, Brett, yeah, there's an opening, but uh, Brady's piece of deal needs work, so... (laughs) Here I come back to overnights. <laughs> right. You'd just be doing overnights yeah. still. Or I'd be out of work because Brett would turn me in the second I make the offer. If that's how it happened. But that's the story. That's the soap opera part of the whole thing, which is nuts to me that that's his M.O., that that's what he did. He Like those were those like that. Would, then the hillbilly soap opera of wrestling that's been in there. Like, trading women has been part of it. Angry, but, but like, uh, love triangles are all over that thing. Where one guy said, if you don't sleep with it, it's been constant. This is better than any of them because it's Vince. And I think he's probably had that storyline where he's abused his power with a woman as part of WWF, WWE. I'm, I'm positive of it. 
And now it's like a mess. And they just had that $5 billion deal with Netflix and all this stuff. And now he's still somehow or another the face of wrestling, even though he hasn't been part of it for like a year and a half as far as... He stepped down. He stepped away in 2022. It's been a while. On the first allegation. Sure. because he Well, he had a few coming his way. And he's like, I don't need this crap. I'm almost a billionaire. So he just walked away. But now this lady's coming after him. And hopefully we find out if it's real or fake or whatever. But it's... It's exactly what we would watch Raw for. It's like, how does this end? Like, they've, they've, they've hooked me. I'm curious. I didn't know trafficking happened that way. I, I, I guess call me old-fashioned, but my trafficking is always like a burlap sack and somebody in a trunk. I did think, um, you know, after, what is it, a little over a year ago or two years ago, when he stepped down, I'm like, oh, well, it makes sense. He's retiring. He's 75. Like, yeah. yeah, now he's 77, and all of a sudden... The $5 billion deal, TKO, right. happens. But he had nothing to, I mean, he already took his, and he's probably still got feelers in there with the money and gets a piece he of it. He sold $700 million in shares last that's year. That's pretty good. In TKO. But whether or not that's, you know, he's still going to get hit with it. But trafficking is like, it's taken. It's, the, it's Liam Neeson. I know what trafficking looks like. It's a break-in and like a real crazy, it's not just... You have to have sex with the other employees or you're fired. That's, But they called it, he was trafficking women. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's the, I call me naive. I think that's me. But I just, I just don't. And again, I'm not blaming her. In a way I am, in a, a weird way. But it's like, any management tells me I got to blow somebody at work. I immediately go back into their office later that day and just straighten it out with recording devices. No. <laughs> well, I'd say, first off, I wouldn't say no. It may be lucrative. Keep the doors open, Brady. Why? Why? Why so close-minded? I mean, what if it's a good thing? You know, five. five Let it play out. Look, if if Trip says four million dollars, and you got to go give an old fashioned to Dave Atkins downstairs. Come on, I'm doing that. <laughs> that guy's going to go quick anyway. It's been a while since somebody's touched it. <laughs> Right, so if they pick a guy who you know is going to Bellagio real fast, I'll go down there and put a rubber glove on and make it work. Open your mind. Let's hear the offer. But if it's like, okay, you know, you got to sleep with this person or yeah, you know, this dirty pig and this, you know, you got to get down the road and he starts picking out the unfavorables, like then the I, promo department. I don't say right. I got to go in there with McGill or what? <laughs> I got to bang McGill and uh, I'll be right back. And I don't say no. I immediately go to my room or my phone and, and, and sit in a conference and call a lawyer and go, hey, my boss just said this. Uh, I, this is a case, right? Do I need to record? And the lawyer will be like, absolutely. Like you call Lerner and Rowe immediately. Uh, Kevin, will be on the, Kevin will be in the car on his way over here to see that payday. I'll, I'll be right there. And Kevin will be sitting in the parking lot before you even have the recording device taped to your chest. That's just my advice. If your boss is making you sleep with the other employees in order to stay employed, record that. Go in there and go, all right, I just want to keep clear. How much am I getting here? What am I getting out of this? You get to keep your job. Okay, and that's just for sleeping with the other guys? Yeah, the ones I pick out. Okay. Greenskeeper at the WMO. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you get passes to events. And they're like, oh, all I have to do is sleep with other... The, the ones he points at? And how would you like to be the one, that the straw that broke the camel's back? Like if you find out 
like let's say Tripp's been running this game here at the station, and you got one of the pretty employees that's running around and gave her to Brett for a weekend, and then me, and then Toledo, and Larry, and Shannon, and Fitz, and then Brady, and then she blows the whistle. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I just think of the meatloaf song. <laughs> I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. That's it. You want me to sleep with Brady, Brady Bogan? Brady Bogan? Yeah, you want your job? Not that bad. You'll be hearing from my lawyers. Hey, lady, we had a deal. A piece of deal. Ah. But yeah, so I don't know how that worked, but it seems pretty... Doesn't it seem sort of also, like, possible? Like it's in Vince's DNA that this is very possible. That, yeah. that is... That is Make, Money, power. Look, I don't like this phrase at all. Goes with that combo. But toxic masculinity, if I were to define it, I'd start with the wrestling culture. Like looking at toxic masculinity like as a definition, which I think is just an overblown thing to say. I don't like what you said. That's kind of what toxic masculinity's turned into is like, oh, you're acting like a guy and that makes me uncomfortable. But it, there is such a thing, and I think the— We've heard stories from—I mean, when uh, Rowdy Roddy was Oof. talking about him— Getting into the wrestling, yeah. the things that he had to do. But that was before everybody told on each other. But yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper was on the show saying I had to have gay relations with <laughs> some British seat. wrestler in a, on a park bench <laughs> in Canada. Oh yeah, Ra- R- Roddy was a mess for a reason and it was mostly his upbringing and then wrestling. He was in Canada wow. on some traveling circuit in Canada and some British wrestler said, hey, you're going nowhere unless you start... Letting me do this. <clears throat> and started to work Roddy on a park bench. And he's like, I guess this is how you get into wrestling. <laughs> oh, he was a disaster. We we talked to him for an hour and 20 minutes. Fascinating. Awesome. Roddy's stories were incredible. And then there's always like, I'm not sure whether. Well, so, the funniest line. It, it wasn't I, like. The best part of the, lie the whole thing is when I told him, I'm like, why didn't you tell? And he goes, hey, it worked. I, I became huge. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's a good way to look at it. It's the silver line. <laughs> look at the career. There's an amazing. And I did. They promised it and I did it. And look at me. I mean, that's the delivery system. I mean, if I told Brett, you sleep with Brady, you get a million dollars. And then I give him a million dollars. He's like, next time this dude, he pays. All right, now you got to sleep with Toledo for two million. Jesus. Well, I know he pays, <laughs> and then you get, I give you the two, and then I want you to go back to Brady, and then I miss a payment. Now you're now you're going to tell on me. Ah, it's just a what a crazy mixed up world we live in. And the only thing that we can all agree on is that when Lamar Jackson cries, an angel gets its wings or something. I don't know. Like there's heaven. There's like this Bells are ringing. closest I've ever felt to there being a heaven. Like that's this is a euphoria that only new mothers and I just I don't know. It's such a good day. Is this heaven? No, it's <laughs> no, it's not Baltimore. Is it? It's just awesome. Oh, you cannot punch this smile off my face. I'll keep laughing. I'll be like the weirdest beating. That you've ever given. Just dude, just keep smiling. It'll be my last thought. Like if I got hit by a truck today, I'd be laying in the road and be like, hey, John, are you, are you, why is he, he's smiling. He, he must see God. I'm like, no, that's not it. I'm thinking about Lamar's tears. <laughs> Even the truck couldn't knock that out of me. Oh, Ravens fans. I'm sorry for you. Having been raised so poorly. Uh, it's 624. And I know you would be 
raving about this if it was the Steelers. So nothing better than when your rapeless burger comments all over the place when he'd lose an AFC championship game. So it's tit for tat, really, is what we call that. Uh, let's get a wake-up song on the happiest Monday in years and years. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. 98. What the hell is wrong with you? Mike and the Molotovs, thank you very much. It's another glorious day here in paradise. Perfect weather awaits you on this day. Uh, And then uh, just a perfect day all the way around. The Lamar thing and all that going on. Brett just pulled up the press conference to watch Lamar. Yes, again, I could watch it for hours. And pull up subtitles on that thing. I thought it was P.I. Because you're coached by a Harbaugh. All they do is scream for flags, both Jim and John. Now, all the players want every time a play doesn't go their way. They think it's, they asked Zay Flowers yesterday. I don't know what the reporter was thinking. Did you think you crossed the plane before you fumbled? And he looks and he goes, yeah, yeah, I think so. It doesn't matter what you think. You, you're wrong. And why is that a terrible reporter? Also, I said uh, for this city not to bend over backwards, scream about how happy you are for Brock Purdy. And evidently our own studio sponsors, Lerner and Rowe, who, by the way, I just talked about. Bringing Kevin down here in case Tripp decided to start trafficking me around the building. <laughs> like, he'd be my lawyer. I love him. But evidently, they've put up a billboard that says, Go Brock. And my question to you is, does this happen in Dallas? If uh, a local kid, if Jalen Hurts was from Arlington, would there be billboards in Dallas going, Go get him, Philadelphia Eagle? If Patrick Mahomes was from Dallas, and he's Texas Ties. Maybe Patrick Mahomes gets a little love because they're not rivals, but your main rival, like if it's the Giants or the Commander Skins or, you know, a division rival has a quarterback in the Super Bowl that's just from where you're at. Would Pittsburgh have, if Lamar Jackson was from two weeks ago, Oakland, the, Pennsylvania? The would, Lincoln Levesque in Columbus, uh, which is uh, 50 stories high, had go C.J. Stroud on it. Well, right. No, they don't. Well, even if yeah, but that makes that's okay because they don't have a team. It would be like Cleveland saying "Go Joe Burrow" because he's from. If he was from Cleveland, it doesn't make any sense to me that we would say you know, as a city, you can all quietly go, "Hey, that Brock Purdy kid's from Gilbert. That's cool." But you can't start screaming and yelling that he's. The Cardinals are right there; they can hear you, unless they're a fan. If you're a Forty Niners fan, yeah. yeah, But if but I'm saying media billboards. You know, that doesn't happen. And in Dallas and Pittsburgh, in God, in almost every other major market, you put a picture of the rival team's quarterback on a billboard and say, hey, we're rooting for you. I don't care if he's my neighbor. That thing's going to get egged every day. I don't, I don't see that happening anywhere. Anywhere. You think San Francisco's putting up a, hey, Patrick, or, uh, you know, this guy's from uh, Palo Alto. Isn't it great? He's in the Super Bowl and the other team. We're really proud of him. What? Just don't. It is silly. So I have to talk to our friends at Learner and Rowan go, guys, come on. Kevin. Kevin. Glad. Kevin. Booby. <laughs> what are we doing over here, boys? 
There's better ways to spend your money, huh? Put your beautiful faces, put your put-ems back up on those billboards. Get that kid off of there. Yeah, because Cardinal fans have to sit. They have to do enough. And again, you have to deal with people like me who are never going to be Cardinal fan. I'm a Steeler fan through and through. My loyalties will never die. Uh, Brett as well. Yeah. Bears, you're whatever you are, whenever the <laughs> wind blows. And then Toledo's a Seahawks fan. And that hurts just as much because he's a rival team fan. That's the fun of it. And I know. It's just sports ball stuff. No, it means something. Uh, Brett, you were uh, Thursday... We're out on 59th Avenue and yep. Indian School? No. Where? Uh, 59th Avenue and the North 101. was it? Yeah. yeah, North Glendale. North Glendale. It's right there. The rivers flow south. Uh, yeah, that was you. Yesterday, they found a decomposing body in Goodyear. No. <laughs> Every time it's Goodyear. Go- it's a yeah, day. Yeah, but it's your the day in the life on the Every west side. Every time he no, goes no, to the west no, side, no. they find a body. I had witnesses with me. <laughs> I rode with the promo crew. <laughs> I still think you manage your way. On his way up. <laughs> it was an advanced state of decomposition. So all you had to do was say, hey, guys, I got some trash in my car. You mind if we drop, drop that off in the oh, riverbed real quick? And it was in the riverbed, and uh, that was it. So it <laughs> had said, nothing to do with it. Yeah. Police say detectives in the Maricopa County Medical Examiner are investigating. Ah, cancel that. I know. This is your guy right here. No. I'll rat him out. <laughs> Every single time Brett has something going on in the West Valley, I get breaking news, decomposing body found in Gila River. Oh, I don't even know where that is. Out in Goodyear, it's in a riverbed. It's perfect. That's exactly what you were trained to do. No, no, no. There's just no water in north. our riverbeds now. I was north. The Chicago River, the Hudson. All your people do is toss bodies in rivers. You, My car was parked in the driveway yeah, the you, whole time. These desert wops keep tossing it into rivers with no water in it. <laughs> Throw it's it in the river. There's no water in it. I don't know what's going on. This ain't a place for people. It's we a day that ends in Y on the west side. I don't want to hear it. It is not. Yes. It's a day that ends in Brett was close. <laughs> if it was a day that ended in Y, they wouldn't even report this news. Every single time we have three days later, they find the body. But, boss, it's the desert. This water could dry up. They keep saying there's a riverbed. Every time I drive by, it's just dirt. I think these people drink dirt. <laughs> Look what happened to Lake Mead. I mean, that thing started drying up. You guys all found oh, it. What's going on? I tossed in a river like you told me to do, and they found it. Ain't no water in the rivers out here. We got to start coming up with new ideas. Throw them in the river, Brett. Okay. Bunch of snitches out well, there. Well, it's not snitches. Quit throwing your bodies in dry riverbeds. <laughs> the Gila River in Goodyear. I didn't even know that there was a river in Goodyear. Neither it's all well, you did. Oh, no, yeah, stop. There it is. <laughs> I swear, it was there. It's a bridge. The bridge says Gila River. Eventually, I figured. Ain't no water in it. There was water when we put it in there. <laughs> Wait, you going to the west side again this weekend? Oh, I got an event I got to do out there. Hey, it's Brett standing in a parking lot for a few minutes. I got some stuff to do. I told you don't get rid of bodies after it rains. <laughs> I'm 63rd Avenue. and well, That's when you would do it. It's when there's actual water in the river. Uh, heat hose. Trees. Dries up so quick. And you just hear. <laughs> that didn't sound like a splash. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> and nobody will notice. I see that. I saw that. And today. I'm like, God damn it. He was just out there. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Got nothing to do with it. Of course not. <laughs> and then that. <laughs> I kind of think you do. It's becoming too 
I don't know. Oh, my mom. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck out. That's right. exactly what yeah. I'm saying. You think he did it? <laughs> fuck that. I'll say it again. What the fuck is there to think about? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do have dry riverbeds, which is different than most places. Got another reason I don't live in Ohio. That's true. <laughs> Anyway, what are you going to do? And then I see this other story. And again, this brought me, I, I find this to be quite a quandary in life now with DNA testing. Some lady wants to dig up Pele. She's like, I want Pele's body out. I'm his daughter. And they're like, prove it. And I'm like, the only way to do it is to dig up Pele. And they're thinking about it. Because she says she's entitled to 60% of his wealth. I don't know how she got that number. She'd be one of nine kids Pele had, I think. When Pele died in 2022 and wrote in his will that he may never have another child. Like in the will, it was like, I think I'm pretty much tapped out where I am, but if another one pops up before he died, a lady says, uh-uh, I want a paternity test. I never got that. Uh, she claims to be Pele's daughter, wants him to be uh, dug up uh, while he's still, you know, got a little left. Uh, she's 60. She says she's Pele's eighth child, entitled to 60% of his assets, which was left to his kids. Um I didn't know this. Pele's real name is Edison Arantes. Did you ever know that? No. I never knew Pele. I thought he was just Pele. He was named Pele. So is that a nickname? It's got to be. Is it? It, Isn't Pele the god of volcanoes and stuff in Hawaii? Isn't that the one that shows up and blesses you if you're nice to her? She spares you, and if if you're mean to her, lava will burn up your kids? Yeah, real broad. Just touchy broad. <laughs> oh, somebody's menstruating. <laughs> what do you mean it wasn't nice to you? Uh, his children had agreed to a DNA test, which returned a negative result. But another test is said to be underway. And they don't think that they have a proper DNA thing. This lady wants Pele to be dug up. Had uh, reportedly uh, Pele agreed to take a paternity test, but died before one could be conducted. So... Before he croaked, he said, all right, I'll take the paternity test for you uh, because you're making this claim before. And then he died, and they never did it. So a lawyer's like, hey, Pele wanted this. It's like one of his last wishes was to have a paternity test. He received his nickname in uh, early school days after struggling to pronounce the name of his favorite player. Pele? His father's teammate, Vasco de Gama, goalkeeper, Bile. Bile. So they called him Pele because he... He said it wrong. Uh, the World Cup, uh, three-time World Cup winner's widow says the request is unreasonable and probably won't happen, but there's a chance it actually will. She was on TV, uh, and she, uh, her mother never told Pele she was pregnant. So Pele never knew that he hosed her and stuff and, and put a biscuit in. He put it, scored another goal. This dude couldn't stop. Initially, bicycle kick. Yeah, dude, bicycle kick to baby in that lady. Push, <laughs> give me life. Bye. Pele, don't go. Sorry. Dig me up, huh? Go! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder if he rips his shirt off and runs around the room after he finishes in there. That was a good one. I'm in. Go, 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 go. One of the other kids uh, is, uh, one of Pele's seven other kids is overseeing the inheritance. And so we've already carried everything out. It's uh, not our sister. Of course he says that. It's going to cut into his ass. But I think that's great. It made me think, like, if my dad came to me and said, uh, I'm not your father, and then I found out who my real dad was and he had some dough, would I pursue that? 
Like if my dad, my dad, it's not going to be Pele. It's pretty obvious I'm not Pele's child. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I don't see color, and maybe that happened there. But maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm like, uh, like some, I don't know, somebody really super wealthy. Would I go to the great lengths of that, or would it be just too embarrassing? Depends on the amount of money, I suppose. If like, if it was a rock, like your mom may have dabbled with Jack, a Rockefeller. Jack Nicholas. One of his kids, no, she, didn't she messed around with Jack during my mom and dad. But, yeah, but together. that's fine because that's. But didn't your mom? That's a good one. I think I might pursue a little Jack Nicholas yeah. action, but I can see that that's not the case. Uh, but, but didn't your mom have a, a night with the Rockefeller? Yeah, yeah. yeah. After her friend, uh, they won a game Dale show. Young. Yeah, yeah. They went out and hung out at the Rockefeller. Was on. I forget what the game show. If was. you found out, password that Rockefeller might be your dad. You'd dig him up. You'd fight for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I was going to say, if you say no. <laughs> he was thinking of how upset yeah. Torp would be, but it would be like, so what? At that point, even Torp would be Torp, for it. Get him, boy. I'll get a shovel. We'll do it together. John, I don't want any of the money. I just want to know. No, I want the money. <laughs> I, want I don't the even. Money. I just. I want to know one thing. I want the positive. I don't I want the truth. I don't want the no to come back. I want no. You are the father. Yes. <laughs> I, I want, but it would have to be a lot of money, like to exhume someone. If the dude's still around, and my dad comes to me and says, "Hey, there's a chance it might not be your dad," and I, I would take the test just to find out who it is. If he's a broke dick, I'm not chasing. If he didn't do as well as my dad, my dad did well, uh, and if I believe he's my dad, and that's it, that's fine. But if some, you know, if we're talking about like Bill Gates might be my dad, I'm putting, the, I'm throwing the foot onto the skinny pedal, and I'm flying towards Bill Gates. And like, we got some work to do, you and me. I think that's most everybody. Yeah, it's greedy, but evidently so is my mom, and she was taking that billionaire crank. I want to know. So would I dig up Pele? Who would you dig up? Like, who who's somebody that you'd be like, I'm, we're digging him up then? Like Kennedy? <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'd dig up Kennedy. That's, that's old money. <laughs> right. I think they got DNA on file for him. But but if they wouldn't, I'm like, all right, then dig him up. Like, who do I'm you say that I'm surprised you don't have D, uh, Pele DNA, but. Why? Well, when did he die? I don't know. Like, it's 2022. But that was the thing. He said, I'll money. take a paternity <laughs> test and then he died. His shoes that was uh, retired. <laughs> he just scoop it out of stuff that he's <laughs> yeah. touched. I don't know if that's as reliable a DNA test. Might be a hair in there. We have taken some goo samples from his shoes. <laughs> it could be anybody. Crap. So I mean, that's the problem is that anybody could have tried that shoe on and screwed up the DNA. Yeah. Take it right out of his bones. Pretty good chance you're getting a good sample. What if it was like James Gandolfini? Oh man, I'm gonna go. Or I'm gonna Marlon Brando. I'm gonna go get a backhoe right yeah. now, and I'll be out there. <laughs> I gotta doing go. The test yeah, I'll see you later. Me rubbing Q-tips yeah. all over his bones same here like if it was like i don't have any heroes that could possibly be my dad like i guess art rooney the steelers owner oh yeah i'd get in on that i'd dig but would you dig up a hero though that's the thing like if you would because digging up marlon brando seems terrible Good for me. Yeah, but I guess it would. When they show, and um, you do it less for like, money, and more like I'm Brando's kid. Yeah, like damn right. Rights. I'm the godfather. I'm driving Bobcat right down there. <laughs> wouldn't what? she be linked with some of the other kids too? Like if y'all did the uh, yeah, there's a yeah, that's the, the other thing. It's like ancestry, but it's not 100 percent probably. But yeah, yeah there's point. probably like a, a shadow of a doubt if you don't get the actual dad DNA. Although I think you're right. I think, I if, think it nails. You can have I mean, brothers and sisters. Yeah. If it comes back brother sister, you're like, well, you're gonna have that one common yeah dad. How do you argue away from that one? 
But yeah, it seems like digging up Pele is a, a stretch. But because I don't think you I, again, I don't think you'd have to if there's nine other children. She wants them dug up, and they they were like, "That's the only way to confirm the paternity test." I don't know. Can I call you Dad? Yeah, I would dig up. <laughs> I, maybe if Dangerfield, maybe Rodney Dangerfield, if I found out that was hey, that's my boy. <laughs> I could dig up Rodney. There's a few people I'd dig up for that. Not many, but a few. But Don Rod- Rickles. Eh, maybe for... No, you might have something there. Uh, I, that right there We is, have a picture yeah. of Don Rickles in our office, and it is uncanny how much Brady and Don Rickles are A, built, and B, look alike. The casino... Don Rickles in casino when he gets knocked out and lays down and that little lump of a body is on the ground. I've seen Brady sleep on his tummy before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks just like it. I think I still got that picture of the two of them next to each other. Oh, the, the, oh when I took the picture yeah. of them sitting, when Brady's sitting next to the picture of Rickles in the <laughs> office, and you're like, you can't tell. That might have been Brady posing for that. You might have something with Rickles. Veda? You might have something with Rickles. But yeah, I don't know who else. That would, like, it would have to be a substantial sum for me to want to exhume a body. Yeah, I don't think I have a hero that... That would be that. It would have to be like Rockefeller or J.P. Morgan. Do it for Capone. You do it for Capone? Hell yeah. You don't get any cash out of that. There's still money laying around somewhere. Come on. Come on. In the hopes that some dirty money comes your way? Goddamn right. That's terrible. You have a lower bar. They find out about a vault. Yours is more for prestige (laughs) than it is for the cash. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is more for the cash. I wouldn't tell anybody how I got. Like I'm rock. My I'm a bastard son of Rockefeller. Toledo you wouldn't tell anybody then. Toledo would be digging hole after hole. Like this dude would make the. It would look like a meteor storm hit if you told Toledo, "Hey, <laughs> go dig up these." But okay, your real dad's down there. We could tell Toledo his dad's in the basement of this building and he dig a hole. <laughs> he's got to find that guy eventually. He knows where he is, but he's still alive, and this guy would dig holes, tunnel to him. He would. Be like a El Chapo. Yeah, that's a good story, though, because I, I, I wondered when I read it. I'm like, how far do you, and you're right. Like, maybe the, can't the brothers and sisters have? Sinatra. Oh, there you go. You know, that's the one you need to Sinatra, Dean Martin, either way, I'm digging. If anybody, like, if you could tell your dad, hey, I'm kind of glad you're not my dad because it might be Sinatra, that's, he he'd would be okay un- with he'd that. understand that. He'd be yeah. okay with that. That's, I think that's true for, like, if my dad, I'm like, hey, dad, there's a chance mom might have. Side slung a little Art Rooney into her, and uh, I might be the result of that. Jesus, let's find out. Like he would, because he knows I'd share it with him. Like we'd well, share your dad Sinatra. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's like, you need some money for raising me, right? Yeah. If my mom decided to, to, you know, do a little reverse cowgirl on on Art Rooney, I mean, I can picture it. That's how weird it is. Is it doesn't bother me to picture my mom doing that. What about? <laughs> what about Frank Stallone? Mm. Nah, mm. nah, mm. I don't think I'm digging. Nah. Sly, maybe, but Frank, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not digging for that's no. the brother of I mean, Don, he had Swayze. Don Swayze. He had but, half uh, a hit single, so yeah, yeah no, I'm out. <laughs> and it would have never been a hit if it wasn't for no. his brother. <laughs> yeah, Frank Stallone's DNA can stay in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> We're not digging him up. It might be Frank Stallone's. Kid. A, that's good. <laughs> chance Frank Stallone right. is your father. So what? I'll stick with Kurt. No need to check. <laughs> Your dad tells you he sits you down all serious. There's a good chance, son, that Frank Stallone hosed your mother once in the early 70s, and it might be yours. <laughs> That's cool. You're my dad. We're going to keep it that way. 
But the dig 'em ups is it's a it's a weird list because you know that's funny when they do those celebrity uh, ancestry things. You know, you hear these stories every week. They put one out. So and so is related to a general from the yeah. That's what it is. Frank Stallone. Yeah, that, that's not If you're bragging about that, you need a better <laughs> life for yourself. Like you've set a low bar that you'll never. Can we go down a different branch? I'll never, ever achieve the greatness of my true biological father, Francis Stallone. <laughs> you, can, you can top that. You can beat Frank. You can get a job at Home Depot and work your way up and be better than Frank. If his last name wasn't Stallone, oh, yeah, nobody, nobody would know who he is. Yeah, nothing. And he seems like a very nice man, but I don't, you know. Hey, there's a chance I host your mom. I could be your dad. I'm like, let's keep that down, Frank. You know, and I don't need people knowing that. But yeah, Art Rooney is probably the big one. Probably the biggest that I could think of for me that would I'd lose my mind. And I have a piece of the Steelers. Oh, I would, I would, I'd hand dig him up. We don't have any utensils. Don't worry. You get me a soup spoon. I'll, I'll have give me a spork from Taco Bell. I'll, I'll have the chief. Up. I'll have the chief out of the ground before you know it. Cigar lit and everything. What's going on? You might be my dad, but it is weird that people have that because I don't know that you dig up anybody to find out if they're your dad if they were broke, right? Yeah. You find out, nah, this isn't your real dad. Your real dad's over here, and like we don't have any proof of that. We could dig him up, do a DNA test, be like, he's broke. I'm fine. <laughs> What is his last tax return? Right. You, you, <laughs> that's the funny thing about human behavior, though. If they're dead broke, you're not digging anybody up just for the DNA. You, don't, you really don't care unless there's something in it for you. I'm not digging up some nobody over in the Mesa Cemetery to find out my mom hosed a nobody. <laughs> that's no good. You might be... Uh, the school janitor might be your real... Waylon Jennings. Like, a, well, Waylon Jennings isn't a nobody, is he? Yeah. If the balladeer hosed my mom and made me, there'd be a good chance I'm going after that. Exhume that body. You're going to have Cooter out there helping <laughs> dig you up. dig that bone, bones up. Well, it looks like they got a back over the top of me now. This ain't going to end well. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, but if it's just the guy next to Waylon Jennings at the Mesa Cemetery. Oh, we're sorry. <laughs> this, your dad might be here. I'm not digging him up. I'll stick with Dan. I don't know who that guy is. What do you do for a living? Oh, he's a... A roofer, and he got laid off. So a lot of the time, he was just on government dole. I'm like, I don't know. What was my mom doing with him? He had a big one. Ah, oh, this just gets worse and worse. <laughs> That's when you call Marcy. Well, I thought you had better taste What were you that. doing? Why'd you hose that nobody? <laughs> he had a big one. Oh, mom. <laughs> Can't you balance? Waylon Jennings was right next to him. Well, now he is. He wasn't at the time. He should have banged the balladeer. <laughs> He's an outlaw. Yeah, there's the, nobody, and that's the sad fact. Nobody digs up a a nothing person to find out if that's their dad. You don't go through any of that. No, you don't care. You don't care. You don't at all. You're just like, man. Dave Wilson is my dad. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. He hosed your mom. Pfft, keep him in the ground. Pele's my dad. Or digging. Yeah, Kennedy would be a tough one because that dude's been through a lot. Which one? <laughs> and I think the Kennedy family would be like, let's not dig him up. How much do you want? And you just get a payday. But it's strange. Pele is going to get it. And I learned something from that. that <laughs> Pele is not his name. I had no idea that was a nickname. I just thought 
It's one of those awesome Brazilian moments where they just gave a dude one name. And, like Ronaldo. Yeah, like Ronaldo. <laughs> like, and it, it, I've never heard Pele's real name get used ever. Ever. Ronaldo. I know at least that's Cristiano Ronaldo. What a beautiful name. He's a soccer boy. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, is any other? I was trying to think of any other soccer name that I know that is just a a nickname, and he goes by that. There's probably a bunch of them. I have no idea. But Pele's. I mean, everybody knew who Pele was before America even thought about soccer. We knew who Pele was. I was a kid. I'm like Pele's great at soccer. Who else? No idea. I didn't know anything. I just knew they kicked the ball, and that dude was the best at it. And mainly because he was in that Stallone movie about soccer. Remember that? Yeah, but I can't the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, they played the Nazis in a soccer game. Oh, he was in that. Pele did the bicycle kick. What was that called? I don't know what it was called, but they played a prison soccer match against the. I guess that solved World War II. Michael Kane in that or something. (laughs) Yeah, Michael Kane was in that. Right. We have to beat these Nazis. If we don't, then everyone's going to lose to Nazis. How you feel about that? Victory, victory. Victory. And Stallone was the goalie, right? Yeah. Stallone was the goalie, and Pele did the bicycle kick over the Krauts, and we won the war. I don't know how. I don't know how that movie was even a thought. You're free. You're free to go. If there's one thing I know as a prisoner of war, is you got to beat Nazis at soccer to end the conflict. Well, all right, I'll buy the premise. <laughs> if we don't win the soccer match, Hitler wins the war. Get it through your skulls. Hey, old Michael Caine seems pretty adamant that this is going to be a movie. It's nil-nil right now. How do you pitch that? And maybe it was a true story. It was just some weird true story, but... Let me throw this at you real quick. A bunch of POWs in the World War II have to play the Nazis in soccer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out of my office. No, no, no. Listen. I don't think we actually had a friendly with the Nazis during wartime. I don't, I don't think that happened. <laughs> we won 2-0. Pele was there. Bicycle kick. You're, this is a fever dream, Michael. This is not a movie. Rocky was the goalie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I could get Michael back on his meds. And they made it. I think Donald Sutherland's in it. That's an old movie. But I remember as a kid, that was the only time I knew what Pele was. He did that bicycle kick, and then every kid went outside and nearly killed themselves trying to pull that move off. I know I was doing it. West Virginia with my friend Todd Bebout in the backyard. We didn't know what soccer was. We were using, but a, you'd try that using a basketball. You'd chuck that thing in the air, and one of us would flip over and land on our heads. It was West Virginia. Nobody noticed when you had a head injury. It was pretty normal. And then uh, I don't think we ever connected with the ball once. You realize that's a pretty good move. Too bad soccer's so boring because that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, this guy says, what if Dave Pratt is your dad? Well, if we're digging him up. There's one good piece of news there. <laughs> he ain't with us anymore. That's all I need. <laughs> uh, it's 7.14 here in the morning sickness on a glorious day. Lamar Jackson's tears. What did we call it? Tears of Lamar? My new tequila that I'm yeah. going to... With one drip. Clooney are going to get together. Oh, I'm going to get quad, quads amigos. I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea. It sounds like a disease. It's like you can't walk anymore. Yeah, trace amigos with tears. Oh, tears of Lamar. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? For this glorious morning, of course, it's brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Giving you guys the best stuff up north, uh, all the uh, skiing and snowboarding that's going on. Action Ride Shop is your place to be. They got all the gear you need. If you need a tune-up on your gear, they're going to take care of you, too, as well as on the mountain bike side. Somebody just said, Brett, Mussolini? 
<laughs> you wouldn't dig up Mussolini and hope he's your one. dad? I'd write a book or something. Oh, well, yeah. I think I'd write a book. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Turns out Mussolini was my dad. You were on the wrong side of history. <laughs> I know. Anyway, just help me throw this into the Gila River. <laughs> that ain't a splash. You people need to put water in your drinking I, streams. If they could find Hoffa, I'd check that out, too. Put him in the canal, for God's sakes. You would go with Hoffa? Yeah, I'd check Hoffa's it out. Hoffa's sort of an anti-hero. He is. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like Hoffa's Mussolini. You, your eyes went up. Maybe Mussolini. I'd write a book or something, you know? <laughs> I'm the like son a, of Mussolini. I wouldn't like want anyone buck. to know if Hitler was maybe my real dad. <laughs> Don't dig him up. No, I don't want that. The secret dies with me. Brett's like, Mussolini? Maybe. <laughs> Get back to you on that one. He's Italian, I guess. He's a big, famous Italian. Exactly. I mean, Sinatra's ahead of Mussolini, but he's, oh, up, yeah, he's yeah. up there. Dean Martin? Oh, yeah, I'm in. That's a good one. Anyway, back to it. What are we doing? So? Tears of the Well, that is on there, but uh, we got the moves from Electric Callboy, Rev Theory, uh, Smokey Robinson, Tears of a Clown. REM, Everybody Hurts for Lamar, oh, Mudvayne, no. Faith No More, but somebody oh. said suicidal, you can't bring me down for you. First words I said this yep. morning, yep. you cannot bring me down today. That's perfect. Suicidal tendencies. You can't bring me down. Bring me down. You just can't. Lamar Jackson cried yesterday. Nothing can bring me down today. Oh, even if I was Hitler's kid, I'm like, eh, well, yesterday Lamar was crying, so... That teeter-totter's still high on the other end. What if Lamar was your stepbrother? Hilarious. At least I have, <laughs> then I have his phone number so I could call him and say, oh, I still hate him. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> Why you keep calling me? Hey, Lamar, guess what? We're stepbrothers. <laughs> and it doesn't get better than that. Uh, suicidal tendencies. You can't bring me down. A perfect day. I get so much joy when my rivals uh, eat on TV and then start crying. Oh my God. So happy. It's suicidal. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, every time I open my phone, my screensaver is Lamar crying. And it's just, again, it's the happiest day I've had in a long, long time. We're we're still talking about the NFC and AFC title games and how Dan Campbell's emotions burned the Lions and the Brock Purdy situation where, again, I just asked Toledo. I'm like, if Brock Purdy was from Seattle, would there be billboards up going, go get him, Brock? He's like, no way. And it's a fact. It's just, we got to take that down. Learner and Rowan. I'm telling you, that's you can't do that. Gentlemen, there's civic pride and there's, you know, stuff you keep under wraps. That's one of them. Unless it's a Pele situation. <laughs> right, right, right. If you're going to dig him up. Yeah, there you go. Learn and row. Put up a picture of Pele and the daughter and go, we'd know. <laughs> well, that's a good lawyer commercial. Uh, one thing also, before we get into the Brady Report, we're talking about, uh, Caliendo and I have been going back and forth since October about his theory that Taylor Swift is being used by the Democratic Party <laughs> to sway your vote. And man, oh man, if that's not starting to become a reality. I knew it. Yeah, it, it's it's this weird. Like, media, media Row is going to be loaded 
with Taylor Swift's stuff. And I've been on, we've been on Radio Row before, and I was there a couple. Well, I was here last year. Jan Riches this year. Last year I went down there to just check it out. It wasn't what it was, but uh, before it's all the. It was basically all Pat McAfee last year. They had a huge set for him, and uh, the McAfee star is high, but I think it's kind of fading a little bit. But the uh, although a lot of people still buy into the fact that I was talking to our buddy. Chris Kateri yesterday. Yeah. I love that he tells ESPN to go F themselves. I'm like, ESPN's in on that. It, that's Disney. Nothing happens at Disney like that without them saying it's okay. They don't need McAfee money. They can't sit back and go, well, he's just too big to fire. They know what's going on. It's like when Stephen A. Smith said the N-word blatantly and clearly and then just went on TV and said, I didn't say that. Disney doesn't care. They're like, we're, we're good. Move on. But, uh, Media Row is going to be heavy Taylor Swift. Whether or not she shows up, which would just be bananas, uh, is crazy. But if I was a politician, president or otherwise, and I've got, what do they spend, a billion dollars on their campaigns? Mm-hmm. Can't I just give $100 million to Taylor to go post something to your followers every day about how awesome I am? Either wear a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt right. or a... Or, yeah, if I'm Trump, I'd be like, look, little lady... How about I just give you $100 million to talk about how awesome Trump is? Because she doesn't have, like, her gaggle of crazy supporters. They petitioned the government to get rid of her AI naked pictures. And they reacted like the White House said something. Taylor's got a lot of power. Some of those pictures are pretty good, though. Oh, I liked a lot of them. (laughs) Like, if she actually looked like that, I understand why people think she's hot. But, yeah, so, I mean, there's this whole thing. And then yesterday, that pathetic commercial that ran during the Ravens and Chiefs game where Joe was wandering around the White House. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't do this to the guy. We just saw the height of athleticism. And their first commercial is an old man doddering around a rose garden looking, ah, Joe and Kamala. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't point out his physical fl- Have him in a chair. That makes sense. Don't make him walk around. I'm looking at the best athletes on, a, in the, on the planet the next thing I see can't be him. It really show, It shines a light on how immobilized he is. <laughs> but Taylor has that power. And here's my suggestion to the NFL. And all the there, there's a whole gaggle of Taylor supporters that'll do whatever she says. They don't pay attention to politics. If Taylor says vote for Joe, vote for Donald, they'll do it just because Tay Tay said so. That's how her 19 to 27 year old female audience is. They love Taylor. Taylor says it. They do it. John, hand me some Kool-Aid because I believe in the conspiracy theory so much. I put $100 down on Kelsey to be the MVP. It pays out right now 260 to 1. It's not a bad idea. I'm getting in on that That's right now. That's not a bad idea. That's actually a really good bet. And on top of it all, he's really good. Right. That's a really smart bet. And what if it is 15 catches yesterday? And I'm not fueling conspiracy. I'm This is reality. Yeah. Like, Taylor can move an entire mass of, I don't know how many people follow her, 40 million? Got maybe even more than Insta. that. It might, it might be close to a if billion. you get half. So many. If you get half of her followers, which are eighteen to twenty-six year old girls who will vote on a whim, like I'm not saying that all of them don't know, but there's a good portion of them that don't care about politics yet. Two hundred and seventy-nine million followers. Okay, so you get fifty million of those. That the election's in a different. So it would be smart. Million on Twitter. It would be wildly smart for somebody to throw money at her and say, just post a couple things about this. Get in. Get in. A camp. Now, there needs to be a counter to that. I assume Tay-Tay is going to go Biden. The hotter uh, wives belong to the San Francisco 49ers. 
Justin Uzcheck's oh, wife man. is... And she's having a little pop right now. And she's having a pop because she designed yep. the coat that tra- uh, that Taylor Swift wears. Yep. Like, she designed the 87 Travis... Ke- that's her clothing company. And she's stunning. On top of that, Christian McCaffrey's wife is Olivia Culpo, who is just eye-melting. You watched her after every game, like, no. dressed to the nines. Yeah, she looks great. They never show her in the booth. It's oh, always no. these Tay-Tay shots, these... The NFL's on board the Tay-Tay machine. And that's where, when Frank said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, she could do it. And now I'm starting to see, like, is this? am I being manipulated? Why do they show Tay-Tay so much? Because she's got 100 million followers. Kelsey's plus 2,000 to win MVP. That's a plus 2,000 yep. bet? I'll put 100 bucks on that. That's worth it. All right. <laughs> Mahomes is only a plus 139. Purdy plus 210. McCaffrey plus 480. Well, Mahomes has the ball every down, so it makes sense that you you want to pick an MVP that touches yeah. it every play. Debo plus 3,800. Wow. I don't know. But it is weird, though. But I think, you know, and that's the thing. The NFL will not show it. Olivia Culpo and Kristen Juszczyk. Too much because it would really just the same way that those athletes made Joe Biden look even more frail. You show Usechek and Uh-oh. Culpo, yeah. and then Taylor Swift. You'll realize what a basic look Taylor Swift has with the, her horrible hair and her very average face. And then Brittany Mahomes is going to kill herself if she's in the, if she's the Good. if she's the Ringo to those Beatles. Oh my God! But yeah, Olivia Culpo and Kristen Juszczyk are the ones that if we're looking at beautiful women dating professional athletes, that's what you need to focus on. Taylor? Again, it goes back to my friend Brian Rendall's theory. No one's ever beat off to Taylor Swift. No man has ever said, you know, until those AI pictures. And that's yeah, not, then it's, it's almost, not really her. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody's ever looked at Taylor Swift and said, Jesus, that is, I gotta, I'm half chubbed. Olivia Culpo, she walks in this room, you're half chubbed. You see her on TV, you get half chopped. Kristen Juszczyk, same thing. But they're not focusing on that because then they're... So that's when my thought of Caliendo's conspiracy theory started. It's like, they've got a couple of superstars over there in the 49ers wife booth, and you're not showing them. Only the Tay-Tay, which only lends to the theory that they're getting ready to run her down Radio Row. But I, my friend, am a Chiefs fan. I am supporting the Kansas City Chiefs. I am letting the Swifties have this one because I can't have the 49ers get their sixth trophy. Ties my boys. That's what I'm rooting against. I have no hate in this one, though. I do. My hate died yesterday. Yeah. My hate died yesterday. (laughs) That was natural. That That was just a natural moment that my body just let out a little laugh because I thought of Lamar crying again. I've never been this happy. Ever. Marriages, divorces. <laughs> never felt this kind of joy in my life. Ever. And it's been, like, I think about it, my body buzzes. Now I get it. Now now I'm, I'm kind of apologized to families that say, you don't know what love is until you've had a child. I now know that feeling. Because this is better than having any kids. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I can't wait for Taylor Swift to endorse Joe Biden. She's made a career out of picking the wrong guy. (laughs) Maybe she could write a breakup song about Joe called Frail Bones. Yeah, you can't show Joe Biden during a football game. It makes him look frail. You can't show Taylor Swift next to the 49ers wives. It makes her look basic. More basic. But there's going to be one hell of a, a radio row at the Super Bowl this year with that 
parade. Every of- pop station in the country. Oh, my God. That's true. The, they Never once have they ever filed for a spot at Radio Row. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Kansas John City. John Jay and Rich are going to be there. They're going to try to. They're not going. They're not getting in on that. They'll send somebody. Maybe, but they're not going to get in. They give it to Kansas City and San they get Francisco. get all that audio anyway from yeah. whoever but, else. But to be, there, to be there, KC, San Fran will have their pop stations. You're right. That'll be pop central. And they've never cared about the Super Bowl to send somebody. Usher's just sitting there going, God damn it. This is supposed to be my <laughs> right, Usher show. Usher is getting blanked out by hot chicks. He'll be all right. Stay away from Usher. Will she ladies. pop out? Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from Usher, ladies. Oh, yeah. She'll come out. Usually about three weeks later, there's a sad, sad revelation Some after bumps. Usher. It's like, Some God shots. damn it. This burns. Not the good kind of shots. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're big. Because then he ain't touching it. He made that clear in the press conference. Yeah, yeah. I've had sex with all these ladies, and I will pay them. But I didn't do that one. Points to the big one. I'm a one. fan of Usher now just not because of that. that. Yeah, I got the herpes. Sorry about that, ladies, but you're a liar, fatty. <laughs> he called her out. Took the heat. Took the bullet for every girl he's given herpes to except the big one at the end. <laughs> and big, the big one at the end of the line, you step out. I got a rep to protect We both here. know it ain't true I gave you any herpes. Unless you was rubbing up against my toilet seat. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh anyway. Just looking forward to that crunk chalice coming out there. Little John and You think they're gonna bring them all out? I think maybe I think they will at the end. For the big song. Yeah. Yeah. I went through like I went to Usher's show in Vegas and I didn't know. I knew like three songs and the big one, of course. Uh yeah, that. And once that starts, you're like, okay, this is cool. Asha. Like, all right, I can get up for this. (laughs) And you start dancing around and uh, but uh the commercials say 30 years in the making. So I went on iTunes, and I'm like, am I missing something? Like, I, I know two or three. I've been to his show, and I knew two or three songs. I don't know anything Usher's done. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to put together a song, or like a list of, like, other than Usher fans. It'll have more energy than The weekend, but to me, it's like the same kind of thing. I knew, like, three songs from The weekend. He came out there and performed, and I was like, oh. See, I like The weekend. Yeah. I thought he did a bad job at the Super Bowl because he tied it all back to his story, yeah. which was a year and we just had no didn't make pop. any sense. Well, it was the COVID one yeah. too, but it didn't. Yeah, it didn't work out. That was a bad Super Bowl show. Usher, I, he's going to appeal. He's energy. I'll tell you, his live show. The one thing you want to watch is the one dancer he's got. That let's just say he wouldn't give her herpes. She is an <laughs> athlete. She. It would be like if Brady could twerk. This girl is thick. And juicy, and then they're like, and they know it. Like, she's up there dancing with all these hot girls, and then the whole show stops, and they all look at her and go, go. Go. (laughs) And then everybody's like, what's going on up there? How does she do that? She turns into this big jellyfish. She can do anything. There's no bones in her. And this big, fat, and her ass stays way high. And Usher's like, yeah, I know. I would never give this herpes, but look at her dance. Anyway, Super Bowl's upon us, finally. And, uh, oh, we're going to have that big party up there again at CB Live, Desert Ridge. We're going to do it again. Uh, so we'll have that all together. Niners fans, Chiefs fans, we've done this before. Uh, we're doing the squares. We're going to have again. the squares. i got another thing that we're working on to have, like, a huge prize. Nice. Got a couple of great things out there. So uh, our our big game party. I don't want to say it, but we kind of got to. It's a big deal. Uh, we got to get Brady Report in. Brady Report is brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Oh, got a case of the Mondays, it says. No, I don't. I got the tears of Lamar. 
Uh, if you happen to have a case of the Mondays, you can head to Hooters for happy hour. Uh, Hooters uh, from 3 to 6 has happy hour and get ready for the giveaways they've got for the game coming up here to get the Super Bowl around the corner, and they can give away all sorts of stuff. It's coming right there to all your Hooters locations, so pay attention to that. They'll have specials all the time for that massive contest that we'll be watching February 11th. Thank you, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Boy, do I. I do appreciate Remember that. our bubble wrap period over at the Oh, Oaks my Day. God. We were racing bubble, bubble wrap. wrap. Bubble, I can't. I still do it. If I see. They don't pack bubble wrap anymore. It's all that what do you mean? foam or those big, giant, inflatable. Oh, They'll I, put some tiny ones in there. I can never get I get the pillows. Anymore. That's what I get. They're unpoppable. Yeah. They just kind of go. Pfft. Couple of basis fun facts. It's almost impossible to castrate a hippo. <laughs> Watch this. Their testes are on the inside, and they recede even deeper during surgery. Their location can be up to 16 inches different from uh, hippo to hippo. Why are we doing this anyway? We got a population issue with hippos? Well, if they got hippos in captivity, I don't think they want to. Well, yeah, ushers, dancers. So many breeding. <laughs> There's a Bob Barker over there that's uh, spay and neuter your hippos. Here's where they're trying I like, to. I like where... Brett's approach, though, is that it's very possible that they could impregnate Lizzo. We <laughs> have to be very careful with that. Where they're trying to do it is in Colombia. <laughs> Pablo Escobar's hippos. Oh, yeah. That population just, increased. Look, I'm an animal activist, but just kill those. They're not supposed to be there. A drug lord brought them over. Let's just act like that never happened and get rid of those hippos. There have only been four outdoor games in NBA history. All of them were preseason games. Phoenix Suns played in all four. No kidding. Neat. Most recent one was 2010. Played what? an outside game? Really? I don't remember that at all. We missed that one. <laughs> was it here? That'd be my guess. Um, um, <laughs> Where? Spitballing. Um, <laughs> you're just guessing. Spitballing. Yeah. Um, at, uh, you're just going to throw in an answer. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, I don't know. Pioneer, Pioneer Park in Mesa. Mesa. Thanks. God damn it. Pioneer Park. Pioneer Park. Yeah. Pioneer Park in Mesa. Just, yeah. How stupid does he sound right now? That's what you do every day. Just say, geez, I don't know. I, I don't remember it either. Nah, I'd probably be at. Yeah. yeah let me throw out a few gems here of the thing I had no idea about until I read the words for the first time to you. <laughs> The city that's made the most bids to host the Olympics without ever getting one? Hmm. Miami. They're 0 for 7. Detroit. Oh, yeah. But the most tried three, seven times? Let's not bang on Detroit. Today. London is the opposite. They made four bids. They've gotten the Olympics every time. They're 4 for 4. Detroit 0 for 8? 0 for 7. Oh, man. London versus Detroit. Come on. Well, because they threw it out there, and then somebody visited Detroit and immediately left and yep. said, let's act like that never happened. Here are four phone habits that could be a sign of, or signs of anxiety. Doom scrolling. That's when you're constantly searching for disturbing news, even though the news never the algorithm. makes you feel any better. Yeah, it is a lot of times. Yeah. Avoiding people by using your phone. Constant. The inability to put your phone down. I pretend to be on my phone in every waiting room or like any time I have downtime, that thing comes out and I just play pretend. Coming out of a Circle K or something. Hey, man, get some oh, change, man. I'm on the phone. No, I just do Spanish or French. 
Spanish. Or, you yeah, Spanish. Yeah, you can't no, do you that. Can, you can with those guys. Oh, Spanish people are never homeless. They're always <laughs> that's, working. That's a fair point. You speak Spanish. Now, if you're coming out of Home Depot, then, oh, not then doing, they're be, not, those aren't homeless They're speaking guys. French. Yeah. No trabajo, I say. <laughs> the fourth one is panic when your phone isn't working. I love it. when My, I've, my phone's just now at that age where uh, the battery is starting to go, all right, I quit a little faster <laughs> than it used to. And so it used to go like 29 hours. Yeah. And now it's about 16. So somewhere around 8 o'clock it dies. And I look and I go, okay, done. I put it down and it's a great feeling. Like last night it was over. I was All I was doing was texting about how happy I was about Lamar anyway with other friends. And then it just ended. And I was fine with that. I watched that new True Detective with Jodie Foster. That's pretty interesting. It's not bad. They say it ties back to uh, the Woody Harrelson season. Yeah, there's a guy on it that was in the first year. But I don't know if he's. Like the same dudes in it. Oh. So I'm like, I wonder if that's a thing. I didn't know how it uh, tied yeah. in. A skier in Lake Tahoe was taking the lift back down the mountain last Thursday when it stopped. She ended up stranded in midair overnight. Ugh. Monica Lasso. Uh, she's from Chile. She didn't have her phone and no one could hear her yelling. She was stuck there for 15 hours out in the freezing cold but. The gondola that she's in was uh, not the open air ski lift. It was closed oh, in. She was cabin. in a bucket. So at least she had that going for her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the. <laughs> there was also a survival <laughs> kit inside, but oh. she didn't find it. She's granola bars and a Gatorade. She uh, never ended up getting rescued. Her friends reported her missing, but employees only found out that she'd been up there, and uh, they didn't go back until the next day. Turned the lift back on. Yeah. There dumped her out in the bottom. She says she screamed for help so long that she lost her voice. Luckily, she's okay. Wait, she was in a gondola that was going to turn back on in the morning. There's a granola bar and some Gatorade. She didn't find it. Okay, she but she's it, still, yeah. she still, what did she think she was going to be up there for months? She's at a ski Well, lounge. I guess overnight uh, is I tough mean, enough yeah. and it's yeah. cold. Sure, sure. You're a little worried, but yeah. I would assume she's in pretty heavy clothes. There's... Yeah, she's in her ski clothes. She's, That's a this picture. Is a, that can, this is a ridiculous hotel room she's in. These aren't ski lifts. Now, she's on one of those sticks that you just sit on and teeter. Well, you could drop out of that into the snow. She ain't I'd freezing to death in this thing. This is nice. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it got cold in there. But, sure. yeah. but you're skiing. She's <laughs> been cold all day. <laughs> <laughs> right. But she also, I'm assuming, Brady. Oh, man. A fairly heavy jacket. What's she look like? Do we know? Yeah. She better be. She pretty heavy, too? (laughs) She's not heavy. That thing's not swinging. (laughs) Screaming inside the box. Yeah, if it was swinging, they'd have found her. What's (laughs) inside of a, one of those, that's a high-end ski resort that has that kind of. Heavenly? Yeah, they got those high. What's inside there? Like Fast ones. It's just like. What's in a survival kit? You know? I wonder if there's a yeah, maybe a bench in the no, back, no, yeah, the that you can sit. You know, four people can maybe sit, but most people, you want to put as many as you can in there. Sure, but stand the, with alone. the skis to get them up the hill. But what's in the survival kit? Uh, a filet mignon. <laughs> what do you think? Like, what are, honestly, like, what is in there? Bandages. I don't think there's any food in there, to be honest. Unless Bandages it's like, aren't survival. Unless it's like K-rations. Unless there's an injury. Like Band-Aids aren't. Like, Fire starter. I don't know if this is the same if thing. you got injured like inside and, of that thing. And rope. There you go. Yeah. That's the survival. They that's what it says. Food. That's a carabiner to get you down. 
That's in case of a rescue, though. That's a crash. That's an evacuation kit. Hang on. Like, what's in the survival kit? It has to be, I'm right, it's a Gatorade and a... And a granola Some water or it's, yeah. like it's all evac kits is what it's yeah, saying. They don't have any of them for being for starving to death because basically it's like, all right, calm down. If we forget you, it turns on at seven tomorrow morning. You'll be back. You'll be fine. It's going to suck, but it isn't life or death. You just realize I'm locked in here for till tomorrow morning. Would be tougher to put. Actually, maybe not. Like if some kind of communication, like there's someone else in the in the not a bad idea. Either way, in the carriage, they're thinking to themselves: if we forget someone, they'll make it. <laughs> okay, so let me get this. They got an example of what's in the Disney. Uh, in case you die on that gondola again, gondola if you if you're trapped in the Disney gondola, congrats, you're the luckiest person alive. Uh, light sticks, okay. Uh, cold packs, bathroom bags, oh, water. Yeah. That's what you'd need. Notepads, a whistle, <laughs> and some cups. A bathroom bag is the only thing you're like, all right. Oh, that broad's at a ski resort. She can just hang it out the, out the side and just go. I don't think she could open the, wit- the door. I don't, yeah. Really? I don't think yeah, you'd want when to. You, when you're up in the, the air, you're not going to be able to yeah, open that. Yeah, they have that auto lock. Hmm. And also, don't open it. You'll let the cold air in. <laughs> right. Just go to sleep. Wake up tomorrow. You'll be fine. That's some serious rich white girl behavior up there. She needed to be rescued from her eight-hour tragedy. I could have frozen to death. Not really. It probably got down to about 41 in here. Not comfortable, but you'll be all right. I didn't know when you were going to come for me. We open at 7 every day. You you were going to be all right. Internal Pentagon watchdogs have determined that U.S. officials do not have the capabilities to defend America against alien invasion. Uh, Yeah. It depends on the alien, too. There's some news. We would lose a war to aliens. Like you always say, they got here. (laughs) If they got here, bow down. Surrender. A newly declassified document determined the Department of Defense lacks comprehensive or coordinated effort to keep track and analyze UFOs. Yeah, I I look at aliens the same way I look at bees. You don't fire a Mossberg at their ship just in case it pisses them (laughs) off. They might be here to be nice. The noise will scare them. I don't want them here. (laughs) Oh, no. You just peppered the bottom of that ship. They're furious. I would be the first to surrender to the aliens. In line, doing all their bidding. Hop shops are convenience stores in uh, northern Kentucky. They've installed these big red buttons in their bathrooms with a sign saying, Do not push this button. <laughs> but there's also an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking, which signals that you should push the button. <laughs> <laughs> He's being a. Uh... He's testing you. And if you push the button, it temporarily turns the uh, bathroom into a dance club with lights, including actual All disco right. ball and music. <laughs> so you're out getting your hot dog and yeah. you hear that go on? <laughs> <laughs> the manager says the disco party bathrooms have gone viral on social media. There's such a draw that people are coming just to go to the bathroom. I had a six-year-old woman who came out of the restroom and told me that was the best day of her life. <laughs> wow just kill yourself wow <laughs> it's a tough life but again i'm i'm having my best day ever and it's because a dude was crying yesterday on tv the teams for the super bowl matchup are all set and uh, a poll found that one in 11 viewers have no idea until they turn on the game who's playing 
In yesterday's or in the Super Bowl? In the Super Bowl. Wow. Nine percent of the people who plan to watch the Super Bowl say they won't even know which teams are playing. Till that day. Yep. The average viewer will only watch twenty nine minutes of the game itself. I wonder how true that will be this year. With the demographic with the that, that had yeah. no idea what football oh, was yeah. until October. I wonder if that changes because that is a hefty amount of people that wouldn't have known that now know. You might know. I mean, maybe it's, I think it's the 49ers and Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. Right. Yeah, she might not know Chiefs. They say uh, basically only a third of Americans can name the last year's Super Bowl champs. Well, they're there again. A lot of us just want to socialize at Super Bowl parties, but they said 77% agree it's rude to stand around and gab near the TV. <laughs> like in people's way? Hosting yeah. a party and thinking of upgrading your uh, TV is uh, top things people will yeah. do. That's why they're yeah. on sale right Hear they that, Gilbert that- Moms? No one wants to look at you during the Super Bowl, so don't stand in front of the screen. Yep. I got to do a TikTok. Get my TikTok for you guys. We're having a party. Yeah, get away from the TV. Door window. They say the top purchases a new grill, a TV, new dishes, and a couch. Just have friends over? Yeah, if you're going to host a party, a lot of people will upgrade those. How cruddy was your house before that you had to buy all new stuff just to have people over? 77% say good food and good snacks are essential for your Super Bowl party. The top five Super Bowl snacks in order, chips, Dips, hot dogs, pizza, burgers. Interesting that the wings didn't. It is. To only and you. To only you. That's very interesting. <laughs> wow. None of us. None of us well, because it's like the largest consumption of wings. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, these are that stats that we believe you now. <laughs> suddenly you're an expert. Maybe you'll have this. <laughs> None of that seemed Ouch. like BS, did it? <laughs> nope. That's a fact. We believe you. Let's take a look at some. Radio videos. Not necessarily that I'd have prefaced that entire story with the word interesting, but to many Americans it is. I got an email from a Nathan, this guy that emails us all the time, and he goes, oh my God, I'm everything you've been predicting. He was eating some food the other day, and he realized that he was down to the end of his wings, but he still had ranch left, so he drank it. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I told you. Come this, on. It's coming. It's lagging a little bit. But soon we will drink ranch dressing as a beverage. And don't send us the soda. We know yeah, he's it's, talking, it's not, about talking about a serious thing. A Hidden Valley Ranch cans mm-hmm. that pop open and you drink it. Designed for drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Jones Soda made it like yeah, a joke a flavor. Joke. They made the turkey dinner right. soda. Not flavor. Actual ranch as a beverage. First one's a dude on a motorcycle who uh, doesn't have much of a choice of avoiding cars. Okay. Truck coming and goes, Two Oh, he's flying by. Oh, geez, they're going to the same. Oh, he tries to get in between them and he. Wow! That threw him 100 oh, feet. Oh, did. He was in the air for a long time. And two dudes, one driving down the wrong side of the road, he tries to split him and he misses. So is he trying well, to get his foot loose or something? He's or they trying to the, pass, right? Yeah. He's trying to pass. The guy in the truck is poorly passing. Yeah. He's in two lanes and he can't make it. And then the motorcycle just. Yeah, which way do you go, Look, Brett? he held his own. That's a motorcycle. Yeah, wow. that's you. Yeah, it There's does look like the footloose race. Yeah, it does. Yeesh. I mean, you do try to hit the middle of it and hopefully one of those jerks you do, will you do go swerve out. I mean, right? what are you going to do? 
Make yeah, one or the other. Off, yeah, you're hoping know. that they're going to see you and split up. But You don't know what's off the shoulder. Yeah. I'm still baffled about that wing thing. <laughs> I'm pissed. Son of a I'm bitch. Pissed off. Whoa. Let me bring them in, man. Some guy just emailed, Brady's right. Super Bowl equals wings. <laughs> we let, me know. Get, let me guess how much you weigh. <laughs> there are sweatshirts. I just got two. I have 87 on the front and the back of them say, go Taylor's boyfriend. And they're in Chiefs colors. Selling out. There'll be a hundred million sold. <laughs> Crazy. Next one is a guy getting smeared by a pallet. I don't know Forklift. what that means. This won't be You'll good. see. Like smear the queer? What? Well, hey. <laughs> He's being He's smeared under the bed of a truck. Oh, the pallet. Go- oh, he didn't see him at all. It just Man. hits him and it's up high. Oh, and you, oh, geez. You that is just a leveling. It you put, said speared. Uh, smeared. Smeared. It puts all of the... What are those beers or whatever? It's a it's a pallet of massive amount, dude. Standing where that goes, he didn't see that. It's kind of his uh, fault. Yeah, he's the Dan Campbell of walking around. This is all his fault. And then the guy driving the lift gets out of there. He's just down. Wow, that's he's done. that's a dumb death. Holy crap! Last one's a, a big and at a modeling show who uh, tries to play off a wipeout. <laughs> It's a large lady, you're saying. Oh, she's big, all right. Oh, ankle's gone. High heels down goes pose. the biggin. Strike a pose. Oh, hey, hand it to her. She played off the fall. What a beast. Wow. Oh. All right, everybody, let's hear it from Mount St. Helen. She had a little eruption there at the end, but she made it look good. Wow. Yeah. That is a fashion show I never want to be part of. That's dangerous. Get that kind of inertia on a yeah, fat lady. You could kill somebody in the front row. Fat lady inertia is a good band name, too. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> All right, Bert. All right. Bert saved a couple. Uh, I'm not going to show that one yet. All right, good. All right, here we go with Brett's right, video. This is, uh, this is what, what happens when, uh, you know, it, it, flames can be hazardous to your face. Okay. Frames or flames? flames. I had this debate on Wednesday. <laughs> Oh, God, this guy's face is on fire. People have lit a man's face on fire uh, and his He's penis. He's still alive. Why oh, do you keep going on him? Oh. For the picture, oh, I guess. Yeah, this is a you torture video. You these torture videos. Why, Why do you are keep you doing, doing that? that? The whole purpose <laughs> is to keep doing that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just let the man burn in peace? And here's the aftermath of uh, getting hit by a truck. Oh, no. Well, getting What is going on with these videos you get sent? Oh, oh my God. Is that... Ernie, or Bert? It had the, the uh, it looks Street? like those things you squeeze and their yeah, eyes pop those out. Stress balls. Those those balls. Stress balls. What did he get run over by a broken truck? Eyes are shot wow. way out of there. Is that his lady. jaw? That was his jaw, too, right? I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor. We can't rebuild that. That is, it popped everything out. Oh. Oh. This is all bad. This guy, this guy was trying to catch Tracy. Catching a train. Oh, he's on the tracks. Oh, it's just mushing him half. Oh, and the train can't stop. They got to get it out of there. Oh, it just keeps going and going. Oh, geez. Each wheel makes it a little worse. Oh, and his dog's upset. This is bad. And uh, we'll just finish with a doozy. Uh... Oh, man. These are. Nothing can bring me down, though. I just, I just look at my phone and see Lamar Jackson crying, and everything's okay again. All is right in the world. More train tracks, Brett. 
There's a little kid sitting on the tracks. This is, oh, is that a kid or a person? Uh, we'll go with a person. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Oh, the train didn't see it, and there was no slowing down. Good Christ. Train tracks. Don't sit on them. Wow. Isn't that like the first lesson of train tracks? You would think. That's a suicide there. It looks like it. Success. A uh, bunch of Suns fans are telling you that uh, the outdoor game was played at Indian Wells because they have that little um, stadium that's there. In, yeah, Pioneer Park, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was in Palm Springs? Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. At the tennis court? The stadium court. I don't care about how many holes. Are they the it same seems size? Like a little tiny I was gear. wondering if yeah, it looks Maybe. I guess you could. Must It must have been. I don't remember that at all. That was when I was mad at the Suns, though. That was about when I was a, still in there. Anyway, yeah. When, whenever Sarver took over, I started going, ah, I'm not participating in this mess. Owners ruin teams. There's no reason to stay loyal to a team if an owner comes in and just fireballs it for his own. He becomes a... He was the ultimate TikTok owner. He wanted all the attention, didn't care about what was going on on the floor. He was awful. That's why I like Ishbia. That dude seems to care. Not at staff parties. It was a blast. Well, the staff parties he did sound kind of fun. People. Yeah, you got the owner around pantsing folks and making racial jokes. It's like Brett was running a show. <laughs> Is Ishbia at the games? He comes to a few. When he's there, butts tighten. Really? Uh, yeah, I've talked to employees like, Ishbia's here. I'm like, does he talk to all of you? What are the odds you're even going to run into him? Just in case. Everybody's on heightened alert when Ishbia's there. And the Suns even blew 104 points from Devin Booker in the last two nights and lost both games. Scored nine points in the fourth quarter. Like, you know what, though? You can't bring me down. Lamar Jackson was crying yesterday, so f- the Suns right now. Who cares? They'll be around. <laughs> Lamar. Uh, we got a Guadalupe replay coming up in just a little bit. Those were all right, Brett. They were uncomfortable. Monday. Not so Monday. Monday. Uh, yeah. Got a light. Ease us, in. Ease us into the weekend. Uh, it's perfect. Uh, there goes your Brady report. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? KUPD. It's time now for the most moral man in all the world. On the happiest day in the world ever of all time. I don't know. After seeing some of those videos he's shown us a few minutes no, that's ago. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. What you don't know about the most moral man in the world is he dabbles in a lot of handicap videos. And it's, <laughs> you think I'm happy about Lamar Jackson. This guy giggles and beams with light when he watches people with progeria try to eat. Look at this. Look at this one. Look at that. And he really likes when I go, oh, kill that. <laughs> He's calling for its death. Why do people post things? Yeah, I, why, <laughs> why do people you search on it? You find them and you're the one watching. Because there's an audience of people like you. I mean, there are some really deformed people doing some weird birthday parties. And Brady has... Quandry, do you, you click like on it, you know? It's like... It's, yeah. I think my videos are bad. Man, yeah, you your, videos, your videos at least have a beginning, middle, and end. Brady's, I wish his at an end. Yeah, Brady's has a beginning, <laughs> middle, and wish for the end. Yeah, you just keep waiting for something terrible to happen in the middle of it. And you're like, oh no, this is—they're all joyous. Like this is a this is a birthday party for that thing. It's another year older. <laughs> Speaking of, happy birthday to our salesman Dave Har, who's 
Yes. His videos would be equally as disturbing <laughs> him eating cake. I don't want to watch that. Uh, it's time now for uh, What Would Brady Do? It's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond and MMP Guns. MoMoneyPond.com is where you go. MMP Guns right there uh, in that same little area at 12th Street and Indian School. And they're doing their uh, gun stuff. you got all the guns you'd ever need, all the uh, ammo you'd ever want. I mean, some unique older guns, some uh, any of the new stuff you want. But they've got, like, antiques and things like that. they got old-fashioned stuff. I'm not sure if they've got a muzzle loader. Probably. If they don't, they'll get you yeah, one. Yeah, that's the thing. Whatever Probably. you want. Yeah, yeah. My dad had a muzzle loader. Uh, Mine did, Coolest looking thing I've ever seen. Made so much noise when it, it was a cannon. When You got additional weeks for deer season. And, cause they let, you could they muzzle call, hunt? Uh-huh. They oh, call it cool. primitive uh, weapon. Oh, no. So kidding. I think a bow at one time was under that category, yeah. too. Just to, yeah. But, like, but you can muzzle load for... No kidding. Words, uh, like, used to be pretty close. Yes. Because my dad used to shoot the muzzle loader on New Year's Eve into our back wall. <laughs> We'd find the big wad of whatever was in it the next day. He wouldn't shoot it in the air, and it made so much noise. But if they got a muzzle loader or you want one, I bet you Mo Money Pond has one or can get one for you, no problem. Easy peasy. Maybe help you build one. My dad yeah. never bagged a deer with a uh, muzzle loader because like the, the flute feet. would always distract him. Do you want a floutish of the revolutionary? The fife and drum were yeah. with you as well? Dad, you got to get rid of that. You were at war with the deer? What am I missing here? <laughs> Uh, MMP Guns inside Mo Money Pond. Uh, they've got all sorts of stuff. Look them up at MoMoneyPond.com. They help us with what would Brady do. Are you ready, Brady? Ready. All right, here we go. Dear Brady, my wife and I have in the past tried to make a child. This dude's email was about 10 pages long. Well, So I've whittled her down a little bit from the details. I, I, there's stuff I missed to the guy. His name is Justin. You cliff noted. Justin, I super. if you're going to have a what would Brady do, let's not make it a a novel. Get to the point. Do like what I do with it. Says, uh, Dear Brady, this is the gist of it. My wife and I have in the past tried to make a kid. For a year, we charted cycles and things like that. Nothing. I went to a doctor and he said uh, she was low on eggs and my sperm count was not good. So we decided it wasn't meant to be. Then on January 1st, 2024, she said, let's try again. Today is a perfect time. Everything was ready for procreation. Yesterday, January 27th, two days ago, she says to me, guess what? I'm pregnant. Brady, something's wrong with this, and I don't like what my gut is feeling. What would Brady do, Justin? Couldn't get it done for a year. She says on January 1st, give it to me. He plows her, scores on his first shot in. Three weeks later, she's pregnant. There's nothing... That seems a little... You find out that fast? Yeah. I'm not so sure about that. Maybe Keyshawn was doing a little uh, extra work. That would be the first thing I thought over the holidays. Mm -hmm. And out of the blue, she says, let's have a baby today. And you're like, yeah, any guy will say yes to that because it means you're going to do it. Especially if you get low sperm count. went at it, and the next day she found out she was pregnant. (laughs) Next day, she introduced me to Kirby, who was two. It was amazing. (laughs) Look at this. There's one in here. It's ours. There was a stork at the door. I fell for it. That's pretty fast. I, I don't think... But if you've been trying for a year... No, no, no. They oh. did years ago. Oh, okay. Tried for a year. The doctor's like, her eggs don't work and you've got no sperm. Nothing's changed. In in about page three through five, he broke down how they went to the doctor. They realized that it was going to cost them a lot of money to try to make this happen, so they decided it wasn't meant to be. Let's not do this it. This is like 2018. Do... They didn't do any of that stuff. They didn't yeah. have the money for it. They weren't going to do it. 
It was a long, and then in a little bit in the middle, it was a lot of begging. Like, you know, I could use a hand. With, all right, let's skip forward a little bit. So in his mind, he's thinking, well, maybe she gave up on me because I had low sperm count. But then he also said she was having problem. The I'm eggs. not so sure that's that. I, she went outside and has a, well, an outside affair. Probably not to have kids. But somebody with more sperm than him is in his mind thinking. There's got to be, uh, my take is there's got to be something a little more. But if, if your gut's. I mean, we're not hearing maybe the other eight pages is talking about that. Well, I'm most of the stuff I omitted was his financial hardships over the last few years. Okay. Well, uh, sometimes when your gut is talking to you like that, it might be something to look into. I don't know how it works. If a lady says to me, put it in me on January 1st, she doesn't find out she's pregnant. January 28th, 27th. She doesn't know yet, right? I don't know. Can you, can you can... knock it out that fast? I think you miss a period, but it's like if she's in ovulation time, when it was, so that's like 14, 15 days after her last one, right? So from what I've read. When do the pee sticks work, though? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But you got to miss a period first. And that would have been two weeks after the first. If she was in prime, how soon can you? Tell well, no. If you're in prime breeding time, yeah. the way a human body works, it's usually like halfway between periods, right? I so, thought it was like the, I thought it was the like week before. It, it's a little before, but it's like around halfway. So like fourteen to nineteen days. And it all depends on the, you know, because she said she was tracking, she was kind of doing the rhythm years method, right? ago. Yeah, years. This ago. This ain't doing anything okay. right now. Nothing has been going on. There's been no kid talk at all. So she fires off on the first. I want a baby. I want it now. Like she's hustling it in right. there. Yeah, get like, that you in better there. bang me, me today because yeah. if you don't, it's going to start looking funny. Well, the Cleveland Clinic says at-home tests can show up as early as 10 days after conception. But for a more accurate result, wait till after you missed your period to take the right. test. So she missed it probably. And that would be like missing it immediately. Because that's like he banged her on the first. She's probably going to have it again on the 12th. She missed that one, and then two weeks, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how babies work, and I don't want to. And only, you know, if if he's had suspicion before that, then maybe look into something. But, you know, an it, idea. if it solves it by. I, I, this is brilliant. Right now, just say, I'm so excited about our future family, but I don't know much about mine, and I certainly don't know much about your family. Let's do an Ancestry.com thing. For all of us. So we know. We can tell our babies' histories and things like that. That way you got all that DNA on file. And then you're like, break down her thing when she comes out and see if you're part of it. Do the baby test, too. And have everything ready to go. And see, and just tell her. I just want to have all the DNA on file so when our daughter, because she can look and see where all this works and where her, and her health is. And just bring up all the things that would be questionable if it wasn't, like if she knew, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Because it sounds an awful lot like she knew, like, you don't just jump in and go, I want a baby right now. Maybe January 1st she was drunk or something. And then comes back, like, you hit it, the, unless you guys were just pounding away for New Year's days. Eve. Ugh. And then January 1st, she's like, let's. I don't know. It, it, man. I don't know how it works. Maybe it is that quick. Maybe you can find out a couple weeks later. I don't know. It seems awfully fast. And no, no one here wants to give you any money at all. Please don't. 
<laughs> People have taken to your language. Let the dude know he's going to have fun raising Laquandre's kid. <laughs> that chick belongs to the streets. <laughs> Hope your trifling ass walk around barefoot in these streets. Girl, it breaks my heart that you were right here with me. Sorry. Every time I hear trifling ass, she belongs to the streets, I think, of uh, Silk Sonic. Uh, yeah, tell Juan. this guy update us in nine months, please, because it's, it's coming out like Rico Blaze. <laughs> yeah, Juan says, find out how far along she is. Sounds like she got hosed by someone at a higher yeah. sperm count. Says, takes five to seven weeks to show a positive pregnancy. She was taking some New Year's Eve D, your local ER nurse, Aaron. Five to seven weeks? That ain't five to seven weeks from January 1st to plug in her. But local ER nurse, Aaron, can it happen faster? Man, oh, man. Mighty quick for a miraculous pregnancy. You know, all the emails are coming in that they've, they've all, they all feel like that's way too fast. He said, what you need to worry about is the due date. The doctor will tell you about that. He'll also give a conception date, and they're usually pretty accurate. Then that baby gets tested the day it's born. Pull a Steve Nash. Oh, I'd have Maury in the room with me waiting. <laughs> What happened to our audience? This guy says, ask to use her phone. If she's weird about it, she hoeing. <laughs> That's true. Ask to use her phone. I think uh, I think Brian's right. Ask to use the bitch's phone. Is she weird? She hoeing. <laughs> Is Leandro Barbosa in town? He'll know what to do. <laughs> uh, nah, that's a tough one. Five to seven weeks, though, according to a medical professional. I hope that baby comes out Asian. <laughs> Thanks, Alvina. That's a good one. Uh, your whore wife is uh, pregnant by another man. Ask the husband if uh, he went to the Christmas party for her work or if she if he was not allowed. You know Jerome took the time <laughs> to spend the Christmas with her because he's a good listener. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a tough one. Yeah, this guy's going to need money. He's going to need a lawyer. Wow. Man, handle my own business. Take care of that hoe. Uh, dear Brady, my wife and I regret our child's name, Laramie. <laughs> Do we change that? It was her great-great-grandfather's name. We thought it would be great, but now all I hear when people say it is lame. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. Would it be okay to change a kid's name? He's four, David. Oof. Yeah, there's... To change a name. I had a, a girl in my class. She did it in fourth grade. But did she legally change her name, or she just called me something else? She legally changed her name. Okay. Her, her name um, was Paige Foster. Yeah. She changed it to Nicole Foster. Interesting. Neither that bad. Yeah. No. Just didn't like Paige. Didn't like Paige. That's interesting. And is like Laramie. I could understand Laramie. You just. Go with the middle name or let him call it. It'll, it'll end up being Lair. Or just Larry. Call him Larry. Yeah, uh, yeah that's a weird I one. I don't mind Laramie. I don't mind Laramie either. I think it's kind of, I think your kid's kind of got a cool name. It sounds like he's a cigarette. <laughs> it's kind of a badass. Laramie sounds like he's going to rustle your cattle. Wild West. Yeah, he's going to handle the hose. Back menthols. Eating out of a tin can. Laramie sounds like a badass. What you're doing is making it so he's got to grow into that name. And if he's a dork, Laramie will, and then he'll become lame, lamey. Get him a cowboy hat and some spurs.
Burrs and have Laramie wandering around the preschool. Laramie's a cool name. I wouldn't change that. Uh, Dear Brady, I hear John talk about love on the spectrum a lot, and I have actually watched it too, but I have a different perspective. My girlfriend watched with me. I'm 42. She's 26. Three years ago, we watched the first season, and I got suspicious that she might have some of this. And actually, she's worse than a couple of them. Uh, after the season, she agreed that there's possibly a chance <laughs> He's not getting laid. that she's got it. Uh, it actually, she said, explains a lot of issues she's had in her past and wonders why her parents never looked into it. She is absolutely gorgeous. And I used to think it was kind of cute how much she knew about sea turtles, but now I don't think it's cute at all. <laughs> oh, that's adorable, your incredible knowledge of sea turtles. Should she test for this? Should I encourage it or just leave it alone? What would Brady do if he were me, Jason? <laughs> sea turtle knowledge. That's, you're automatically on the spectrum if you're a hot girl going, do you know about sea turtles? I know that they live to be 140 years old and some of them live in the water most of the time, but occasionally it's like, well, this chick's hot and smart. Well, it depends on, you know, if it's affecting you so much that it's pushing you the other way. Yeah. And maybe you need to, you know, figure that out because wow. no matter what the relationship you're in, there will be something that your significant other does that probably would right. bother you. Hot only goes so far yeah. before you start realizing her personality is going to be what you need around. And if you discover that her personality is more Asperger's than it is personality, all that cute stuff wears off. And then you realize, oh, she's got something wrong with her. <laughs> now, if you've never noticed... <laughs> Somebody just put a picture up for our first emailer of a dog and a happy couple, a wasp family from Gilbert, holding what clearly is not his baby. And the dog's looking back at the dude and says, you need to ask questions, Dave. (laughs) Anyway. Crandall sent that over. It's like uh, in, uh, uh, what was that uh, TV show I used to love so much? Jason Bateman was in it. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, uh, um, oh my God! He he dated uh, Charlize Theron in it, and he thought she was quirky and cute. And it turned out, she, and she had a little thing that said MR. She had a bracelet that said MR on it, and that said uh, F MRF. And he's like, "Who's Mister F? Like, why do you keep that around?" She goes, "Oh, I don't want to talk about it." And uh, he followed around, and she dressed weird, but she was so hot. And then MRF meant mentally retarded female, and they had to keep an eye on her and stuff. Oh, and People were trying to tell him that you don't see it like you. Oh, no, she's just quirky. It is so fu- arrested development. Why did I not? remember yeah. the name? So fun. Bob, blah, blah. Yeah. Bob, blah, blah. This guy said dudes in his 40s with a hot 20 for 20 year old led sleeping yeah. dogs lie, bro. Ignorance is bliss in this situation. Besides that, you're 42 and she's in her mid 20s and she's hot. All girls in their 20s when you're in your 40s seem a little MRF, if you know what I mean. So just let it go. But think about uh, girls that have, you know, loved horses. Yeah, and way their, too their, much. Yeah, they're yeah. passionate. Unicorns and stuff like that. And they got like Hello Kitty. Crazy weird about it. Oh, two of the people on Love on the Spectrum uh, in this last uh, season uh, met in a park. They're lesbian spectrums. And they see each other and like, oh, my God. And they lose their minds because each of them have a Hello Kitty tied to their purse. They're like nuts about like that stuff. And they seem pretty normal. I would have fallen for the one just being kind of a quirky, funny kid. But then after a while, you're like, wait a minute. This never stops. Like, the quirky is always. And she's always 12. Although she looks like she's 30. 
and acts like she's 10. And because she's sort of attractive, this works out. <laughs> but after a while, MRF. MRF. And then, like Nicholas said, do you really want to know that you've been balls deep and someone with special needs? <laughs> Just stay stupid. Ignorance is bless you, right? I think I'd stay stupid on that one. But if she tests and you find out that she's pretty heavy on the spectrum and that sea turtle thing is more of a, less of a quirk and more of a goof, I, you know, find out about it, weigh her hotness versus her sea turtle love, and then just tell her not to tell anybody. <laughs> just don't make this public. I mean, that, makes me look that bad. would be more tolerable, I think, for me, rather than, you know, the, the super hot that's maybe uh, forgetful. Like I had a buddy, his wife left the water running in the bathtub yeah. twice. Yeah, that's not good. Second story. She hot. She's on the spectrum. But she locked was really her hot. car, the keys in the car, seven times. Yeah, but she, but she was really hot. Yeah. See, when you're and here's another thing: when you're in your forties and she's like early twenties, and you find out you've manipulated a special needs person into a relationship, that might sting a little. Like, oh, she doesn't like me. I look like a sea turtle to her. Then you feel a little bit like a predator. That's no good. That's no good. Uh, I think there's about to be a divorce from our first email anyway, so there's going to be a nice lady with a kid available soon. So, Five to seven weeks, according to our, our, uh, our MD, is when you can find out for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta get on that one. Doesn't make sense otherwise. Uh, and Ruger Martin says about your last email, he says, look, the way I see it, if she's down, I'm down. <laughs> He's a grass on the field, ah. play ball kind of guy. If she's down, I'm down. <laughs> all right. I hate all of you. But it's a perfect day, so it doesn't matter. Uh, it's 927. There you go. That is what Brady did five to seven weeks, gentlemen. Oh, by the way, I was informed they do have muzzle loaders over there. Oh, they do? Yeah, they'll give you the Byron special, too, if you there need There you one. go. Perfect. The Byron Specialist birthday is right around the corner, I know. so it's about to get really good. Uh, there you go. Thank you, uh, Mo Money Pond and MMP Guns. That is what our little friend Brady did. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness, the 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. This little program here is on time. It is rare, and it needs to be brought up. <laughs> It is right on time. First place. See what I can do to mess that up. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. Right on time. Well, I did want to read some of these emails about people. It's like, my wife told me she was pregnant three weeks after we had sex. I knew for a fact that wasn't possible. I was right. And now she's my ex-wife. And I don't pay for anyone. Uh, this one says it's... Uh, yeah, five weeks. That's what I'm hearing. Five weeks. Everybody keeps telling me it's five weeks. So if you found out your wife's pregnant the 27th of January, and she said, let's do it on the 1st of January, that seems a little tight. It's on the bubble. Right. Now, is it possible? That's all I'm yeah. asking. I'm worried about this guy. If you'd have read the whole email, and I should post it on our Facebook page and could take most of your afternoon to read this dude's, he's a mess. Like, it's not good. I mean... Midway through reading, is I almost cheated on him and read another letter in the middle of it. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. This dude's got a lot of issues. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty fast. Quick pregnancy is pretty quick. Pretty obvious. 
But yeah, that's the key to it. Don't have to worry about the DNA test or anything else. You go right on over to the doctor and get a assumed a date of conception and then a due date and then start asking questions. But if she wanted you to jump her that day, she might have known back on January 1st, uh-oh, I just missed something important. A little Nick Cannon. Yeah, you got a little thing going on here and I can't, uh-oh. And also about changing that kid's name, Laramie name. Uh, the dude emailed in, his name is actually Laramie. Go, great name. Laramie Kenworth. That's Ooh. a great name. That's you've a got, trucker's you've name. You've been oh, named yeah. after two of the most white trash things in, of all. Laramie Kenworth. If your middle name is Marlboro, you're the greatest man alive. <laughs> but he said, it's a great name. Don't change it. But what if the kid, like we were talking about it, like if you your name's Brett and your dad's like, I don't like it. Kids call you Brat. I'm changing your name. Then you got to go around as a kid like a lunatic going, I'm, I'm not Brett anymore. My parents changed it. You have to let the kid at age four, right? Kind of change the name. Like your kid, if your kid likes Laramie at age four, you just have to get used to it. You did this. Well, I had that, um, you know, foster brother that was in uh, first and second grade with me. And his name was Enos, but he preferred being called Larry. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Enos is, well, and Enos that, is yeah. too Again, close to penis. Yeah. Leave it up Enos to the kid. Enos lost his penis on Venus on the merry-go-round, all that. Right, so right. it's but Larry. That's the kid changing it. Now, if his name was Larry... And the parents are like, we don't like Larry anymore. We're going to change your name to Enos. You go down and tell everybody your name is Enos. He'd be like, well, this sucks. But legally, they just swapped his name out because he's got no say. And he's got to wait a few years to switch it back. I find it, I find it odd changing the names of a person that doesn't want their name changed. You have to ask Laramie himself. Laramie, do you hate your name? Now, it's easy to tell a four-year-old how crappy his name is. He'll believe you. They're dumb. So, but if the kid seems comfortable with it, and he doesn't have, ah, it's actually decent now I'm thinking about it. He probably doesn't have a lot of friends to tell. He's four. Might have four or five people that are going to have to swap that I can't out. see that being um, like he wanting to change his name at age four so much. And he's not going to want to. He doesn't yeah. know. His name sucks. You don't know that till school starts and people start teasing Enos the penis. And But I don't even like Laramie's an awesome. If my name was, I want to change my name to Laramie Kenworth now. I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> I don't know if you could be sponsored and named. Ah. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm brought to you by Laramie Cigarettes and Kenworth Trucks. <laughs> I'm Laramie Kenworth. You think we'll ever hear him say, I'm going to take the missus last name. <laughs> right. I'm going to hyphenate. You marry a dude named Laramie Kenworth, your kid will not be a hyphenated. <laughs> Laramie Kenworth, Pecula. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> Laramie Jr. Laramie Kenworth the second. J.R. Kenworth. Oh, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> then you just call him Junior. Yep. I'm J.R. Kenworth. First name Laramie. Like my father. Laramie's a cool name. Keep your look from a dude named John, the most boring name on the planet. Keep Laramie. Hopefully, we've talked you into it. Nobody's going to call him lame. He'll shoot him with his musket. He's a strong, powerful young man. Might even lasso him and drag him around for a little while. Uh, it's 945. Ah, oh, we're late. What the hell happened? Uh, we got the entertainment drill coming up in just moments. Uh, stay tuned for that. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? U-P-D. 
There you go. It's the biscuit right there rolling. As I get a little older each and every day, I admire the biscuit a little bit more. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing if my tastes are starting to, like the way I like tomatoes now, compared to when I was a kid when my taste was a little bit more picky. <laughs> now, I'll eat it. Can I feel about Limp biscuit? All right, fine. I'll eat that. Kind of like that one. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by, oh, before we get into this, I just got an email from two people. Actually, earlier this morning, our friends, our Gilbert, uh, our wasps, Rochelle. Excuse me? She, yeah, our wasp friend, Gilbert. It's not the Gilbert moms, the okay. good ones, the people in Gilbert we like. She said, uh, get your Tears of Lamar vodka started. Uh, call up uh, Four Peaks, Santan, somewhere. Somebody will have oh, something. Oh, yeah, there's oh, so. distillers. So she says that. And I'm like, but you'd have to have actual real Tears of Lamar to make it matter. Just a little. Got a guy who says, I'm friends with the people at Oso. They're all in on your Tears of Lamar vodka. I, I don't know if they're all in or not or if you're just saying that, but I can't actually get the tears I would need to make this real. Tears of Lamar vodka. Drops of Jupiter. It's the same thing. But if I could, if I could convince Lamar to give me like a bucket of his tears, because I know it's just he looks in the mirror every morning and probably cries because I would Car- if I had that face. I wonder if the Cardinals play the Ravens next year. We could reach out by to the Cardinals and just make him think of this last game and how bad. Throw him a towel. Make him watch all the talk shows this morning that are crushing him, and then just do tears of Lamar vodka. Oh, again. He had to wake up this morning and look in the mirror. And on a normal day, that's hard for him. <laughs> but today, especially rough, knowing that he's, he's about to be a joke MVP for a second time. Never been happier. Tripp even noticed it. He goes, wow, beaming. Yeah. People are congratulating me. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, tears of Lamar Vodka, sort of just a dream. But you won't see more tears than my own, if we can actually make Tears of Lamar Vodka real. But he'd want money for it. We have to somehow or another commandeer these tears. Put his name in there and just make the bottle purple. But and then you can't call it Tears of Lamar. It defeats the whole purpose. Sure you can't. No, I it's need his real it won't taste. I It won't taste the same unless it's Lamar Jackson's actual sadness tears. Oh, so, so much happiness. Anyway, uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And they sent me uh, a video of a, a deal they had Friday going on with a girl who was, they did a, a seminar and the girl was under attack and the guy's in the fight suit. And I think it was Tony in the fight suit. And first off, Tony does a thing where this giant head of like this protective gear is on. He slips an elbow. She throws an elbow at him and he slips it. I don't know how he does this because he looks like, you know, Wes Welker. He looks like Mr. Met. He's got a gigantic mascot head on. He's got a little spot to see through, but you can throw as hard as you want at it. This girl puts up one hell of a fight, and they don't mess around. It isn't like, you know, yay, you win. I mean, you're getting, oh, my God, the adrenaline just from watching it. And she, you could just see her beaming with confidence. That's what they do. They make you uh, confident. In a three-hour time span at one of their seminars, you're going to walk out of there different than you started. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. If you start going, you're going to realize, whoa. There is a lot more I'm capable of and a lot more I need to be capable of uh, just to wander around and be a better version of myself. ReactDefense.com takes care of you there. They still have that active shooter seminar coming up, and they've opened up a couple slots for the general public. That's you. So if you're interested in that, go to ReactDefense.com, contact the Phoenix location, and get yourself involved in that. Because that, if you walk out of there going, you have no life in you. That is an eye-opening, incredible event. 
Uh, and they do all that stuff all the time. Every day there's something going on there. You'll leave going, well, I didn't know that, and now I'm glad I do. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. They got you surrounded. Brady, entertain me. Alyssa Milano started a GoFundMe to raise money for a trip for her son's baseball team. Yeah. And uh, she kind of stepped into it with a bunch of people online. Well, she's they a socialist. You know that. She wants money from everybody. Uh, I actually made a comment on Yahoo News, which I never do, about this. Because all the comments were saying, she's worth $10 million. She's worth this. Right. And they're going on and on about it. And I'm like, first off, don't believe those net worth sites ever. Because yeah. Frank and I have looked at those. Oh, yeah. And he Frank's, was at one point, where, yeah, he was worth $55 million on one of them. And he goes, God, I wish that was true. And I'm like, how close is it? And he goes, nowhere near it. He wouldn't yeah. be coming in here pimping his shows exactly. if he had $55 Frank, million in the Frank bank. Frank wouldn't care if Tucson <laughs> yeah. sells three weeks in advance. Yeah, so I'm like, first off, back off. She's wrong. It's called, uh, you know, e-panhandling is basically what I consider that stuff when when people who could afford it ask. Yeah. I also I'm, think I'm it's that way. I'm pretty sure they could probably afford it. It just was a right. – I think people were surprised that she do it. Anyway, she needed $10,000. As of last night, she's received more than 11000 Yeah. And people will give it to the girl from Who's the Boss and Charmed. I don't get it either. I, we were on a travel team. They need ten grand to go to a tournament. Well, it's a this good. This one's in team. Cooperstown. <laughs> oh, they're going to Cooperstown, New York, and there's Hall of Fame ties. Okay, and all sorts of all stuff. Right. And they're going from L.A. Okay. And look, nobody wants to pay their own way, but that's embarrassing. If you have a yes. kid who and you can't afford to go, the word no has to kick in every once in a while. Go, hey, Brett, you can't go to your little league game. We can't afford Cooperstown right now, and that's not a priority in our life. I think it's that she put it out to like. Her millions of followers. If she did it like in her close circle and said, "Hey, even Braden, that's Jayden, no good. I don't like to, going to." That's the, why she should have. Uh, that she didn't do that because she'd be embarrassed by that, probably. Yeah, this is so. Anonymous. I'll throw it out to the general public. How about just pay your kids' way? Yeah, exactly. Pay your kids' way and stop begging people to pay your well-off child's way to things. I I will never forget going to that AJ's that time. And that mom standing outside trying to send her kid to Australia because he plays the bells in some sort of bell orchestra. And I'm like, how old is he? He's 12. And I'm like, he wants to go to Australia to play the bells? He's not going to appreciate Australia at 12. She goes, it's a chance. It's a trip of a lifetime. I'm like, for you, it's just right. a long flight to him. He doesn't know anything. And I'm like, and how dare you? A trip to Australia. I wouldn't go to Australia. If I stood outside the, uh, the AJs and said, hey, thinking about going to Australia, you guys want to help out? I'd be a laughing stock. It's called begging. Some of us can't afford it. Then you can't go. Right. Got one two weeks ago. Someone's for a little league how traveling much, ding. How much did you get? And about a week into it, didn't do anything. Um, you know, thought about it for a second. To give what? To give a One kid. second. No, but uh, someone responded back and funded the whole thing for him. So it got you off the hook. Yep. Sell candy bars. Have the kid go door to door. Do Hold the stuff on. we used to have to do. You're a, you're a Jones though. At times, does that give you pressure to front <laughs> for the, like next the kid? No. next time? Yeah, no. no, he's not that guy. <laughs> he just lives with the Joneses. <laughs> That's true. He watches the Joneses pay for all that other stuff. Good job. Um, Dune Two is coming out very soon. Have you seen AMC theaters? They put out a Dune Two popcorn bucket. It looks like a. Uh, oh, I saw this. What is it? The mouth of it looks like. The mouth of the... Uh, oh, the thing in the ground? Yeah, the... Sarlacc? No, it's not a sarlacc. It's a worm. Right. Sandworm. Well, mouth. 
<laughs> Sandworm Mouth is a good band name. That's not what it's called, but I'm sure Brady's close. That's what it is. The top of it is the mouth the of the mouth sandworm. The mouth of the sandworm. Yeah. Just a sandworm. Mouth. We are Sandworm Mouth. There it is. That's it's probably thirty-seven dollars too. What a gimmick! Absolutely. I mean, and in a couple of years, you'll be looking at your shelf, going, "That's stupid." How do I still have that? You can throw that out. Do to gift it to Brady. It's like keeping those. You see what the guy says on there? Can you it? read what he's saying? Uh. Uh-uh. Says another day working at the multiplex. Everyone keeps asking me if they can f the Dune Two popcorn. Bucket. <laughs> it does kind of look <laughs> a little. Buddy, this bad. is an AMC. Yeah. Of course, you can f the popcorn bucket. It's <laughs> a good. Yeah. That's a good point. They already effed you for as much as they charged exactly. for it, so what the hell? Exactly. I remember, I remember uh, the girl who did the Brian Adams uh, plagiarism. Yeah. When I went to her house once, I went into her uh, cabinet to get a drink, and I grabbed a cup, and uh, she's like, not that one. I'm like, why? No, 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 because then I have to wash it, and all the stuff on the outside will fade off. It was a cup for, um, was it Mighty Joe Young, I think? Remember the movie Mighty oh, Joe yeah. Young? It was a Taco Bell, Theron, <laughs> Taco Bell promotion that wow. she was, don't do that. I'll have to wash it. I'm like, you're going to, you're not keeping this forever, are you? She might still have it in a glass She must case. have been hot. She was. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young collectibles were important. Don't get those because if I put them in the dishwasher, it's bad. Conservative commentator Ben Shapiro is a rapper now. Yeah. You heard this. <laughs> he raps. It's number one. It's number one song in the country. Well, on iTunes. Right. Is it really? It is. It's called Facts. It's actually not too bad. He has a uh, rapper it isn't. joining. He, I listened to it with him this morning. It isn't that bad. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were getting rap, rap no. commentary from. Is there cussing? Who's with him? Tom McDonald. They can't cancel my message because I'm the biggest independent rapper in the whole freaking world. That was so you, get, you go about no, it's 45 seconds. So far, it's just the same as all the other rap I listen to. Not so bad. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Liz my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yamaka, homie, no cap. Look at the grass. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison, I'm on television. Dogs, no one knows who you are. You're hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. That is a great line. <laughs> I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. <laughs> That's rap, though. And people will get mad. Oh, that's just rubbing it in. What do rappers do all the time talking about how much Sensitive. money they've got? Yeah. Nicki Minaj chimed in and said, that's pretty good. Yeah, Nicki Minaj liked it. Yeah, and, and people will get mad. Oh, he's just rubbing in that he's got success. Right, that's rapping. Since the beginning with the big gold yeah, chains and everything. Throwing money in yeah. the air. Anyway, Ben Shapiro can rap. Maybe that's that's kind of the end of rap. <laughs> My friend Doc Ellis. Point too, he's like, my friend Doc Ellis years ago said, uh, "Got to shave that goatee, Johnny." I'm like, why, Doc? John Tesh has one now. It's ruined. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> he might be right. Doc's still with us. Oh, I'm sure he's down in Belize. Oh. <laughs> he was in Uruguay, and then he told me the greatest sentence of all time: "I'm a king down there." I'm like, no kidding. Why? 
because you cannot outrest a Uruguayan. <laughs> They're a sleepy people. <laughs> you cannot outrest them. They will what win that fight. There, yeah. Teach He's teaching English to the Uruguayans, and you cannot outrest them. Can he I is, add to a, your Lamar joy? Yes. Is he sad? Somebody again? sent that. Oh. <laughs> After a long and illustrious career, Brock Purdy now has as many postseason victories as Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott combined. Oh, I need a nap. What a release. I need a nap. Here's oh, a cigarette for you. Oh, yeah. No, 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 don't get Thank a towel. You, don't get a towel. I want it to soak in. I want to, I want to keep that. It's purple. Oh, I like that. Anyway, the best day ever. You can't bring me down. Cannot at all. Ah, Larry's coming in next. Even that won't get me down. <laughs> I love Larry. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a phenomenal Monday. I already have. Can't get any Keep going. Keep going. Uh, that's it for sorry, Lions people. Rough day. Ravens people, I'm sure I've talked way too fast for you to understand anything I said today, so it's okay. See you on Love on the Spectrum next season, guys. Uh, We're done. Have a lovely Monday. We'll see you. Bye. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yes, yes, yes.